Sat Pod. One seventy four. God, I'm loud for some reason. There we go. It's kind of frightened me. That <laughs> startled me a little bit. That's okay. We got there. Spanish Announce Table Podcast. It is August 17th, 2017. I almost said seven. Jesus, I'm out of it today. Very tired. Running Where's my about coffee? Five hours of sleep right now. Did you actually have a coffee? I did have a coffee. It's probably it in, in there? here somewhere. It's probably in there. That's all right. Somewhere. Uh, hey, I have people to talk to this week. That's kind of cool. Brando and Scotty are here. Nay, <laughs> Warren. Reunited, and it feels so good. It's going to be our first original three-man show in, uh, well, God only knows how long. Months, I'd say. <laughs> Literally. It might yeah. actually be at least a month. Yeah. If not longer. Did you see my coffee in there? Yeah, it's right behind okay. me on the counter. There. If things get hairy, I might be in there. I'll pick it up. That's fine. Once, once we get into the, the Scott down. That's right. Just or, make it through or, raw. Or, or, some, or, raw, or some bit honestly. of news that I don't have any yeah. fucking clue about. <laughs> Drop the mic and blank. No. get the fuck out of there. Uh, gentlemen, tell me some stories from the past two to three weeks, depending on who you are. I bought some pants today. Wow. <laughs> they actually fit me. Starting That's with what we're leading stopper. with. All right. Pant buying. Slow news week. Buying some pants. I don't like to go into change rooms. Like I don't want to try stuff on. I'm not a big fan of that either. I just like to roll the dice, and if it doesn't fit, I'll either bring it back or fucking just give it away. Mm. Bottom um, fit like a dream. Where'd you get them? Old Navy. I thought you meant like the bottom fit like a dream, and then you were going to be like, but the top, the top. not so much. <laughs> it's got too much uh, too much thighs and testicles. Yeah, I have big old big, big old, old tests. <laughs> Uh, I I would be totally fine with the act of trying clothes on at a store if you didn't have to go up to, like, some usually young girl and be like, hey, can you please open this for me? Yeah. And then they'd be like, okay, here you go. Leave your underwear on. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I was gonna. Yeah, there's that. And there's also the aspect of if they don't fit, and then you have to leave these very large pair of pants that still don't fit you mm. for them to take back, where they yeah. now know that this very large pair of pants don't fit you. The worst is when you take, like, five things in there, and none of them fit, and you right. just walk out, and the same girl's there, and you're like, you can just put those all away for me, please. <laughs> none of them I'm fit. In, I'm in the wrong store. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I don't fit into your Abercrombie and Fitch lifestyle. <laughs> Uh, Scotty, you're sick too, eh? Yeah. Again. I got a weird summer cold. Just doesn't, you can't shake it, eh? Yeah. You're, I, you're always sick. Ah, I know, man. I'm always infected with something. Um, Yeah, and it's like real hot as fuck right now, so it's hard to sleep. So I'm mm. not getting like the good rest. Couldn't tell you. Haven't had that problem in months now. Oh, yeah. The good old AC unit. God bless that thing. God bless that machine. She took a real uppercut at our power bill. We learned. Well, but uh, to expand on next to nothing isn't the end of the world either. That's right. That's right. right. Like, it was we, very we, low to begin yes, with. We were very impressed with our low power bill, and then it was added twenty percent. Well, no, it would be like forty percent to it, but mm. whatever. We got worth it. Another another month at most of use out of that thing before you know, it goes away. So just shut her down, and the power bill goes back down. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I can't wait for fall. You and me both, brother. I'm good with fall. I don't like what fall means. In that mm-hmm. the winter is coming and the roads are going to be super shitty. Yeah, but I've been always been okay with the cold. Yeah, we just learned to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Snow sucks. Snow sucks. Snow can fuck off. Fuck mm-hmm. right off. And so. I'm talking to you, the rapper. That's right. Snow. 
None of that is matter. You don't know who Snow is? No. He's a Canadian icon, for Christ's sakes. Did he do a song with Classified? Uh, probably. <laughs> that sounds like... Was he one of the Swollen members? No. No. I've never uh, heard of Snow either. That's... I don't know that the, guy's name. I don't know. Colton Kelly beat me up for not knowing the name of the Swollen member guys. Yoko Only? Isn't that one of them? Yokozuna? Informer? You never heard Informer by Snow? No. Never. Maybe. Maybe you played it. Well, let's see if this works. There's an ad, so let's just wait for Kill a little Grammarly bit or Grammarly, maybe. That's funny that I mispronounced Grammarly. Look at that. Grammarly. Uh, uh. Come on. You don't know Snow. The album is called 12 Inches of Snow. Is that like a dick joke? Oh, yeah. Looky Boom Boom Down. Snow's great. <laughs> Brando, you're a big How I Met Your Mother guy, right? Uh, I'd not say big, Warren's probably a bigger one. Okay. Then you're the other guys. You know when Marshall's like writing uh, like a letter to his future self about like, if you're a corporate lawyer, you might as well just beat yourself up right yes, now. Yes, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you. then he, that song's playing in the background. He's going right. to be like, your rat tail's got to be at least your ass by now. <laughs> And if you're a sellout, then just kill yourself. And I, I lick you boom, boom, down. And he, like, licks the letter and seals it to himself. There you go. Uh, Snow's greatest accomplishment. Yep. A vague reference on. 25 <laughs> <Yeah>. years later. <laughs> Good for Snow. Well, we but gave But, like, him. other Snow. Fuck the other Snow, though. Yes, yeah, the white stuff. The, the frozen rain, if mm-hmm. you will. That can fuck off. That's right. Anything else, Scotty? Um, organizing some more tournaments. Got mm. some big things happening at a at a bar now. So saw that people can drink at my event. That'll be dope. Not the worst thing in the world. No, it'll be you great. Just made a significant step into getting me at your event. Yeah. Yep. Now he's got to get teach you a fighting game. I can play it's more than you can say for some mm. local wrestling promotion. Mm. Yeah. Mm. They would have had a beer. I'd be there on mm. Saturday. <laughs> There is a PWA show on Saturday, isn't there? Why don't we talk about that right now? Because we're remembering to. Um, and Boris is not here, obviously. So we'll just talk about the PWA. Are you going to go? I am going. Okay, good. I think I'm going to try to go. but I'm figuring, then this is going to sound bad, but there's an NXT that night. So maybe there won't be as many people there. Like it'll be a little bit more intimate yeah. of a crowd. Sure. It's possible. All the next I marks mean, will be at home. And... I don't want to get in trouble for saying this, and I mean no disrespect, but like in a already small venue, isn't an intimate crowd just like fifteen people not making a lot of noise? Oh yeah, I expect people wrestling for their family and friends. Okay, that is intimate. I guess the diehards will be there, though. I mean, they. they, Hack guy will be there. Yeah, I'm sure he will be. That's a good point. Anyways, uh, we've got uh, (laughs) some some pretty good matches. I'm just rolling through them right now. The nightmare. You guys remember the nightmare? Could be anybody. I love the nightmare. He's where's the full, the full mask with the suit. Anyway, he's wrestling Michael Allen, Richard Clark. That's gonna be a good match. Also, Mike McSugar is wrestling Kat Von Hees. That's gonna be good. I think that is going to be very good. And that's a fresh matchup for them too. Like, there's yeah. only so many times you can see Giselle and Kat wrestle each other. So I don't know. I like intergender wrestling. This would be cool. Yeah, and many more other matches that are not on the Facebook page for me to. Oh, there we go. Millennial Rebels versus Rage and Hawks for the PWA Canadian Tag Team Championships. Nice. That'll be good. Our there's, boys. A lot of, there's a lot of turnover in this promotion since the last time I... 
Yeah, there's some new bench. faces for I sure. Who those Hawks are. Yeah. I don't know if I knew either of those people you named off in that last match. In which match? Uh, the Cat Von Yeah. Uh, Mike McSugar was part of what was the Flex Appeal? He's yes. the bald guy in Flex Appeal. Oh, I might have seen him yeah, once. Yeah, I think yeah. you did see them. And then Kat Von Hees is a, a female wrestler. Gotcha. Blue hair. You might have seen her as well. Cat. She's oh, very good. Cat with blue hair. Yeah. I know who you're yeah. talking about. <laughs> uh, PWA Commonwealth Championship, Kenneth Anthony versus Jeff Tyler. Why do the they both Fury. have two first names? I don't know. Jeff, you're right, Jeff Tyler, Kenneth Anthony. Well, it's Kenneth the Fury Anthony for the record. Apologize for getting that wrong, but you, maybe Molyneux is a first name in some countries, Scotty. Fucking Ricky Bobby's over here. <laughs> Speaking of which, Bobby Sharp defending his PWA Mayhem Championship against Bryce the Slammer Sova. That's gonna be uh, that's, that's actually slammer. a pretty good card. That'll put some butts your, in seats. Yeah, and you hit your pogs with. <laughs> is that the what? Slammer. Yeah, the Slammer, <laughs> the Pog. Oh, it was like one of the pogs was called was, Slammer? Well, it was like, no, it was like you had your stack of pogs and then you had your Slammer that you'd hit the pogs with. Ah. And all the pogs that landed face up, you got to keep. Pogs. Or yeah. something. I missed that. We I were too young for pogs. Yeah. yeah. I was, I think I was on the outs with pogs. Like we were starting to get fucking Tamagotchis and shit. We were starting to get things that required batteries. So needless to say, wow. it was the tail end of little pieces of cardboard. Yeah, being true, uh, Yo-yos were big for like a year. Yo-yo's missed. Uh, Beyblades were a big one. Yeah, Beyblades were we the shit. We never had Beyblades. We have Pokemon yeah. cards, obviously. You said Pokemon like, we had. Brando, like, were kids at your school playing with, like, the Slinky? <laughs> no. I think we were a couple years removed from the Slinky. I had a Slinky, but... You're an old soul, Brando. And my Slinky never, unless I fucking punted that thing, went more than one Slink down a stair. Uh, but... I digress. It's probably a cheap slinky. <laughs> My mom probably didn't spend a lot of money on the most premium piece of wound up spool. It wasn't a, a name brand slinky. It was like slonky or something it was like probably, that. Probably yeah, a slonky or a, a slank. A slank. A slanky. <laughs> yeah. Slanky Kong, I believe is who that is. Good. Yeah, that's PWA on Saturday. Be PWA there. Wrestling CA. You can buy your tickets at the door. I don't remember prices, but probably. get a hot dog while you're there too, would you? Hot dogs are great. Tickets are probably twenty bucks. Get a cola. Get a nice alcoholic, non-alcoholic beverage. Have a soda pop. Maybe bring one in. Just don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Scotty, Scotty like that one. Scotty like that one. We got the Scotty laugh yeah. out early. <laughs> uh, Brando, what's new with you, man? Uh, well, uh, we've got the baseball season wrapping up. Our mm-hmm. team, uh, once again, for the second consecutive year, went on a tear to finish the year after going pretty well winless in the first half. And now we got uh, playoffs, which, as I understand it, is going to be like four games in one day, which uh, it may as well kill me. Yeah. Um, That's a lot of lot of baseball. It is, because each game's like two hours long, maybe a little bit less. You played last night, too, didn't you? I played last night for a different team. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, uh, that needed someone. And it was a team that I had been led to believe was very good and had, like, uniforms and stuff, whereas our team always just wears red shirts. So we all kind of look alike. Mm. These guys had uniforms, and they were called the Pirates, and they brought a pirate flag. Ooh. And, like, Did were, they talk in pirate They accent? said, Yeah, they said R whenever there was a strike. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and it's I like was role-playing like, in video games. Yeah. And I was sitting it's on the weird. bench being like, well, these guys got their fucking shit together. This is going to be a problem. And boy, did we get our asses kicked. Yeah. <laughs> and I was. They uh, made you off- walk the plank, <laughs> did they? <laughs> and offensively, I was. Well above everyone else. Oh, good. So I was like, well, this is this is good for my confidence. I, uh, but. 
I received a Snapchat of you in action, running yeah. the bases. You look pretty intense. Did I catch? Oh, it was running. It was. It was just a picture. Um, it wasn't a video. I had uh, five. I was five for five at the plate, and I made her all the way around the bases four times. So for you non-baseball fans, that is four runs. And I'm fairly sure our team got seven the whole game. Wow. Whoa, yeah. you're like a big point producer. MVP over there. And, well, the MVP was probably on the other team because oh. they got like – Well, third. MVP oh, on your team. side. Sure. Yeah, there sure. you go. Um, and other than that, uh, you played playing some video games. I played uh, uh, Tacoma. It was a video mm. game. I think that's really good. It's pretty good. It's really short. It's not worth the money. The uh, the reckless rumble of your other yeah. podcast is coming up. That's a week a week and a bit away, right? Yeah. Uh, we one week uh, from Saturday. We have uh, our our bracket set. Yeah. Uh, because of the odd number of people, we have a buy, uh, which was all determined randomly. Mm. So uh, and we may or may not have any sort of prize at the end. I feel like I've spoiled anything that might be happening on both. <laughs> We've shows. already talked about that. I yeah, think so. Everyone <laughs> were we not supposed to? I don't think so. Oh. And I think maybe I kind of <laughs> spoiled it on the other show too. Anyway, so <laughs> who the fuck cares? That's what happens right. when you have a live podcast. Well, I've talked about it several times. Yeah. So, so any of the crossover fans, we know. are probably the like best podcast for breaking news. You're not supposed to break. That's right. Um, what we do can't can't really get a grasp on the stuff you are supposed to break, but mm. but that stuff you're not supposed to break. Anyhow, um, the uh, we got the the summer the picks championship. I'm the current champion, but we have SummerSlam coming up, and uh, that that's going to be a big one for me because I would love to yeah. go in there as the champion. In which case, to pull back the curtain a little bit because this is a wrestling podcast. You can talk about get, you can talk about the behind the scenes stuff, mm. the Booker um, Man, if you will. I uh, sure. <laughs> the, uh, I would like to go in with my gimmick being a mission to unify championship belts. And if I'm unable to do that, then I might not even go and, and someone will have to take my place. Scotty, you're in, bud. I'll make you guys proud. I'll tell you right now. I'm, I'm a gonna, local hero. I'm not going to pull any punches when it comes to the picks, though. I'm not going to give you any no, free no. passes here. No. You, I mean, that belt, this belt's worth something. It would be cool to unify them just for the sake of sure. us then owning both of the things. That... It'd be a great photo <laughs> off, let me tell you. <laughs> our our <laughs> one thing and the other mystery thing that may or may not exist. Right. Exactly. <laughs> How much crossover is there between talking reckless and... Uh, I don't know. Probably enough that we've ruined everything. Brando is the crossover. I am the crossover. I thought Duncan was the crossover. Duncan as well. Uh, he came to us from them or from you guys. I think, hey, I'm on the podcast oh, this yeah, week. True. You're a crossover no, guy. True. Yeah, you're feeling... Have feeling, you already been on it or is shoes? that next week's? I was on it for 10 minutes that one time. Yeah. Before SummerSlam last year, was that when it was? Yeah. Or was it Mania? Mania. It was Mania, Mania this year. It yeah. was Mania. Uh, so, yeah, we're uh, we're really excited about that. That's what I wanted to tell people. It'll either be me if I have the belt or uh, if I don't have the belt, I will probably feel so much shame that I will not be there. Uh, but I have a guy ready to go who uh, is not known for winning very often, mm. but, but he'll be there. Good. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything else that you want to talk about? Mm-mm. No, uh, it's a title belt is what we're playing for in that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like quite the prize. Good. Glad we got that all ironed out now. Taken care of. Uh, all right. Well, I didn't do much in the last week. The only thing, highlight for me, is uh, the Metallica concert last night. It was really good. 
Tell me more. Tell me more, you edgelord. <laughs> there it is. Uh, they were crazy. It's I was I found myself a couple times thinking about like how different the show is now than it was when they first started. Just with them drinking. Honestly, like that's the difference is that mm. now that they're all sober, the show is like different. It's more of a show with the pyro and they got more money, obviously. Yeah, so more production money. Lasers and Hazers. And big crazy screens behind them that have weird effects on them. And, yeah. Uh, whereas I think when they started, it was just here's a bunch of young shitheads playing some heavy music. Yeah, it's like They're seeing like like a local punk band or thrash yeah. metal band. Like they're just like, how much can we drink and how fast can we play? But it was a really, really good show. I did not see either of Gojira or Avenged Sevenfold. Mm, that's probably for the best. Because I don't really care. And also I just didn't have I had to wait for Monchi to show up, so What's up? Did you say hey to him? My mom said hey to you. Did you know it was my mom? Or were you in work mode where you were just like... That's who that was. Okay, because she walked by and she's like, hi, Warren. And I I had a bunch... I mean, I'm not, trying, right. to, I'm not trying to brag, but there was a bunch uh, of people... Yeah, we go. <laughs> Local celebrity Warren. <laughs> but there was a lot of people that were doing that. So I was just polite, oh. hello. And I'm oh. like, ah, she looks familiar. Because I've only seen... Like, I swear the only times I've ever seen her was like when she's the in the car. Yeah. And I didn't see her come in the one time when she came in to oh, pick yeah, you up. She only made it to this window. So I don't think I've ever seen her not in the vehicle. Which First is thing why I asked I didn't her, click. I was like, did he know who you were? Or was Warren just in work mode where he's like, because obviously like everyone knows who you are for the most part. Sure. On the planet. On what the did planet. she say? Did she know that I didn't recognize her? He's like, I don't know. He said hi. And to me, that was good enough that she he knew who I was. All right. Good. Good. Problem solved. Um, what was your favorite song Metallica played last night? Oh, that's, that's a tough question. They played Blackened, which was pretty cool. I don't know. Sad But True is my favorite song by theirs. That was near so. the end of the set list, wasn't it? Yeah, close to. Third last, fourth last before the encore, so it was I good. Will, I would like to see Avenged Sevenfold, I think, probably, like, out of the three. As someone who's not a huge Metallica fan, yeah. like, I'm a big enough Metallica fan, but when I compare myself to the world population... I'm like, oh, I think everyone likes Metallica more than me. Thing is, Metallica does such a great live show too. Yeah, but like, you like Manji, with who went with me. Yeah, he knew maybe two songs from them. Yeah, really, only two. He's a big electronic DJ. He does have that look about him, actually. That's his style. I mean, to the point where one time I was driving my car with him in it, and nothing else matters. By Metallica came on, and he went, "Oh, this is DJ blah blah blah." Because he'd only heard it sampled in a DJ track, a and I fucking stopped the car and kicked him out. Because I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> you're walking, bud. <laughs> Got a lot more white mud to walk, Munch. Uh, um, but yeah, no, it was really good. I, I, that was my first outdoor show, too, like at, a, at the stadium. Because it was at the, the football stadium. Mm-hmm. So there's 60-plus thousand people in there crammed in and smoke flying everywhere. and But the vapes. See, oh. I've come to appreciate the vapes for... A couple of reasons. One, they smell delicious all the time. Maybe. So just the the aroma. Cover that smell of the weed. Well, just... and it masks the smell. Yeah. And the security guards, when they see smoke, they just assume it's a vape now. Yeah. And also, it's kind of like a little pyrotechnic in the crown. Right. <laughs> it's like yeah, your own machine. <laughs> so you don't have to, because that's the thing. You know, you never want to be the first person to spark at a concert. Because if you're the first one, then security, boom. Yeah. They gotta set the example. You're like a fucking. So you kind of gotta wait it in the out. Middle of the field. But people are vaping nonstop, so you don't even have to wait. You just. Yeah. And they're vaping a bunch because they know they're not getting in trouble for right. vaping. And if you do it early enough at a stadium show, light it was still bright enough, you can't see the spark, right? The little uh, cherry. 
You don't got to hide it. Do the old underhand move. I hate the underhand move. I'm not a big fan either. But We're overhand guys here at the Sapod. <laughs> Both when cranking it and token. All right. How the hell would you under... I guess you could. You could underhand crank, man. <laughs> Never tried it. Maybe I'll try it. Maybe. Let us know. All right. Let us know, Warren. Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. It's been a fucking long week, and I am tired today, but that's okay. Anything else before we do the news? Nope. Let's do the news. And now. Spanish announced table news. Brandon Lynch. Warren Barish, we are going to take this jovial podcast down a couple steps. Okay. And talk about one Ric Flair. Yeah, man. This is this is very, very, very scary stuff. Dark times. Um so I guess it started on Monday. Well, he was checked into the hospital on Friday. Apparently had abdominal pain. And it was originally reported that it wasn't anything serious. Right. He just went in to get checked in because he had abdominal pain. Right. I didn't hear a whole bunch over the weekend. No, I didn't hear a thing. Maybe because nothing was really happening in the hospital. And maybe because it's the weekend. So news just doesn't find its way to the surface as fast. But then on Monday, we get word that he's been put in a medically induced coma to prepare him for surgery. Uh, because he has a uh, a heart issue that is allegedly caused due to alcohol abuse, which yeah, it's it's believable. Let's be sure. honest. Yeah, he's styling profile and he spent more money on spilt liquor from bars from one side of this world to the other than you made. There's no, so sir. many stories you hear too, where it's like Ric Flair goes in after wrestling, like to a, the local bar after wrestling 60 minutes, walks in the door, immediately buys everyone a drink. Right. Like, well, he's also drinking too. So now he's come out of the surgery. Uh, the surgery was successful. Mm-hmm. However, apparently he's still not out of the woods. He uh, has multiple organ problems uh, still, and uh, his family has been asking for prayers uh, from all his fans and everything. So not looking good. But His wife put up a Facebook post today as well that said, uh, appar- and I didn't even see this story being passed around, but apparently there were some reports of... Um, that he had bowel surgery. Yeah, she was colon like, surgery. Colon surgery. And she's mm. like, no, that's not what it is. So we can yeah. kibosh that, I guess. But. And we're and we're only going off reports. Yeah, I'm, re- I'm going off something I saw that said it was uh, it was a heart issue. I don't even know if the I assume the sur- surgery then has something to do with his heart. Yeah, because uh, I from what I had heard, and there's so many different stories out there right now, was that years of drinking had given his heart a defect. Mm. So he's. It sounds like he's going to need a heart transplant. I don't know how official that is, but that's what it sounds like. Well, and then there's the abdominal thing, too. So is it liver? Yeah. I think it's all it connected, did. to be honest. Yeah. Like, it, it's not looking great for the old nature boy. He's only 68, too, which is crazy. Yeah. So but. we are, needless to say, we're waking up and checking our phones every morning right now. Yeah. Uh, Hoping. The best. Because that's going to be a fucking tough one to read when it happens. Yeah. Not not looking forward to it. And it's not looking good right now either. But no. hey, it's Ric Flair. Who knows? If anyone's going to do it. Guy kicks out at two. That's right. But he does. So he's just going for that false finish. That's all. That's right. <laughs> and then he'll. Woo! 
and then he will threaten out of the hospital, and then he will kick this coma in the balls <laughs> with the with the hospital gown open yeah. in the back, so his ass is sticking yeah. out, and he's just, <laughs> just woo. Take off the hospital I gown you know, and you know elbow the drop on spot? it, yeah. where he's like begging. Death is there, and he's like, no, no, and then he gives <laughs> low, blow. low yeah. blows death, and then picks up the nurses and takes him out of there. That's right. Nature boy. <laughs> Uh, more sad news. Uh, <laughs> That's so right. funny. He was the way Brando said it. I'm sorry. Um, Pro Wrestling Sheet has uh, confirmed WWE announcer JoJo is not in attendance for Monday Night Raw in Boston this week to a death in her family. The following statement, which uh, was verified as accurate by Pro Wrestling Sheet, was posted uh, from her fan site's Twitter account. JoJo will not be working tonight's episode of Raw as she has been sent from Boston. This is due to her sister, Gigi, I think. It's G-I-G-I. Okay, that seems uh, right. Passing away. Wait. Gigi and JoJo. Yeah. Wow. That makes sense. Interesting. Uh, yeah, that sucks. She yeah. was missed, too. Like, you noticed right away. Yeah. It's the first thing. Like, there's something about just looking at the red set and not hearing that voice. That yeah. It instantly, your brain's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Instead, it was uh, Mike something. Mike the Ron. NXT guy, right? Yeah. Who dates Nia Jax, apparently. Oh, there you go. Oh, fun fact to end on. Um, do you confirm yeah. sources on that? I do. They're, they're right. me. They, they're uh, me. <laughs> I, I am. The they're always hanging source. out at NXTs and they drive together. So I'm, I'm maybe making a conclusion. All right. But hey, I'm pretty sure they're hey. dead. Who isn't it? Tom Phillips that has a weird on that ride along, or maybe it was him on that ride along where they called him. No, that was Byron Saxton. It's Byron. Byron, Byron right. has yeah, a weird boner right. for that's Naya. Right. That's right. He's a chubby chaser. That man. Suspended GFW wrestler <laughs> Alberto De- Alberto El Patron. More sad news has been stripped of his World Heavyweight Championship title in the wake of his uh, involvement in an altercation with the WWE's page at an Orlando airport. The organization announced on Monday, which yeah. is weird because he was acquitted of all the charges. So there's no legal reprimand happening whatsoever. There, there's right. nothing, but then they still go ahead after that was announced and strip him of the title. I think it just doesn't look good when your world, regardless of, like, him not being charged with anything, still doesn't look good when your world champion is a guy who goes on the internet, gets drunk, and just cusses out WWE and stuff it's like true. that. Like, well, Del Rio's a maybe that speaks the way to that... the fact, the point that they made him champion in the first place, though. Like <laughs> yeah, more <true>. than <laughs> more than this, but you're right; it's not a good look. No. Uh, keep talking about how shitty he is for a little I'm bit. not surprised that they did this. I'm surprised it took this long, actually. Well, and he's not, like, he's still suspended, but I think that's up relatively soon. So he still has a yeah. company to go back to. It's not like they're completely, like, pushing him out the door. They have gone forward with TV tapings tonight that don't involve him, that film up to about end of October, apparently. Yeah, so you give him a buffer zone. And so you give him back. two months People to come back. about it, maybe. Okay, I got a GFW statement. All right. Uh, GFW has concluded its internal consideration of the events surrounding the suspension of Alberto El Patron. Uh, while it is apparent that initial reports unfairly characterized El Patron's involvement in the incident at the Orlando airport, we are nonetheless disappointed with the manner in which he dealt with the situation. We expect more decorum from all of the GFW roster, especially the world champion. So, sounds like he's just being a bitch. Uh, we have communicated with El Patron our decision to strip him of the championship title. No decision has been taken as to the date in which he will be reinstated to the roster, the conditions of which are a private manner between the company and El Patron. 
All right. Uh, Del Rio released a statement as well. Where he says it was his decision. It says they have come to an agreement that it is best if <laughs> he be stripped of the championship. Oh, uh, yep. He came up with a suggestion just to show that Impact doesn't have favorites and everyone gets treated the same. Apologize to the fans and brothers, sisters, and company. Uh, still a scandal. I don't care anymore. All right. One day I hope to be champ again. CC. Of course. CC. Hashtag. Of course. Um, whilst we're talking about the global force, uh, they unveiled that they have new championships that are supposedly debuting on the Destination X tonight. Um, so that's a thing that's happening. Also, D'Angelo De Niro has announced that uh, he gone, a.k.a. the Pope, or the oh, Pope, the maybe. Pope. He apparently is uh, parting ways. Was he also Elijah Burke? Yep. Okay. Yes, he was. Uh, you guys want to see, hear something funny that I just read uh, while I was getting back to my actual news? Uh, please do. Uh, Daily Mail, uh, which is a sports column that uh, don't know fuck all about wrestling, I'm willing to bet, uh, add the headline, uh, Brock Lesnar's manager hints at UFC return. And Meaning I, Paul Heyman? It, it, I went into that oh being like, God. I went into that being like, well, like his eight, like he's got like a ah. competitor's agent. And, is, and then I, the actual headline is Brock Lesnar could make UFC return after his manager declares, you might as well lock this beast up in a cage. And it's a picture of Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. And that was on Raw. That was not a statement given to, ah. And then people wonder why there's there's petitions to get Braun Strowman suspended for beating up Roman Reigns. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Kayfabe is still very real. Fucking Mark. And it's out there. Yeah, luckily, people are stupid. Um. Apparently, if you hey, if you're a big Impact uh, fan and you don't want to avoid spoilers, maybe fast forward a minute or two. Uh, Petey Williams backstage at the tapings tonight. Mm. I don't know who uh, that is. Yeah, uh, Petey Williams, uh, guy who did the Canadian Destroyer. Oh! He was mini Scott yes, Steiner there I, for a little okay, bit. Okay, I do remember him. Uh, so he's apparently might be returning. Also backstage, uh, per Wrestling Inc., Jim Cornette. Woo! So that's going to be something. It's so weird how TNA or GFW... Does business with people who talk so much shit about them. Like Cornette on his podcast has spent Shits so on. much time shitting on their product. Maybe maybe it's not an on-screen role then. Maybe they bring him to be like, you don't like it? Help us fix it. Well, I think he shows up from a spoiler I saw on Twitter on the drive-in where it is. said that uh, he like kayfabe fired Bruce Pitt- Pritchard from his role as, as like the matchmaker. So now are we going to get Jim Cornette podcast? Advertisements instead oh, yeah. of the Pritchard experience. The late night drive through with Jim Cornette. Jesus. All right, fellas, I got a really cool one for you. If you're an Edmonton fan or a wrestling fan okay. or a UFC fan. All right. Put them all together. Arjan Bular. Bular. Mm-hmm. He is 6 and 0 in his professional mixed martial arts career. Yes. He will make his debut mm. inside the octagon. At UFC 15 yep. on September 9th in Edmonton, Alberta. Good. Good for him. According to his post on Instagram, mm-hmm. current WWE champion Jinder Mahal will accompany him to the Hoctagon. The Maharaja. That's cool. I like that move. That is neat. There's obviously, and there's somewhat of a working relationship, obviously, between the WWE and the UFC. Good word. So, 
Maybe John Jones shows up at SummerSlam. John Bon Jones. Bones, not Bon. Jimmy Bones over John, here. John, uh, John bon, bon Jovi Jones. is what you were. Oh. John Bon Jesus Jones. Uh, Jim, Jimmy Bon Bones. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Bones Jones. Yeah. Anything, uh, I don't know that I got anything else for you. No. Adam Cole, baby. Has signed with NXT, I believe. You asking me or telling me? I, A little bit of both. It's news to me. Oh, no, wait. Yeah, Boris texted Boris texted us about this. I'm pretty sure it's NXT. I think he's going to show up at TakeOver in the crowd wearing like a suit, similar to how like Bobby Roode and uh, sure. Drew McIntyre had years sure. before. Let's just keep doing the exact same thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it works. TW Insider uh, reported it, confirmed by Pro Wrestling Sheet and Wrestling Observer. Uh, we'll head to the Performance Center in Orlando this week. Should debut with NXT soon. You could, uh, I mean, he could just show up, like do a mystery. Remember Aleister Black just kind of mm-hmm. showed up? That wasn't mm-hmm. advertised, was yeah. it? Yeah. Nope. So, no, I don't think so. And none of the guys sitting in the crowd with the suits were ever advertised. Yeah. I, I mean, you could have, I don't I don't know if it's worth, like, it, would it be better to have him in the crowd, or would you prefer him to just show up and wrestle a match? And Probably be show up and wrestle a match. I would lean that way, Unless too. they're going to book him as strong as they have, like, a Bobby Roode, where you're like, oh, yeah, we definitely got to show up, put this guy in a suit. And well, like, especially was- for me, looking at this card, I'm not super stoked about anything. Like, I don't think it has that wow Back. It doesn't have that match like for right. me, that the whole show is based around. So they, if you can throw a nice surprise in there, that wouldn't that would probably help this thing a lot. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, I guess, but that's cool. Uh, I got a little uh, tidbit for you, Warren. I didn't want to go into this because I don't have a lot of information on the specifics, but the 2K roster was revealed also. Yes, I didn't actually look through all of it. They, uh, uh, no, they said a couple of the, the neat inclusions for first-timers will be Sanity mm-hmm. and uh, Akira, the, T- Akira Tozawa. They put the uh, entrance video, which I didn't actually watch yet. But apparently it's super long. No. Jason Kiesler tweeted that at us. So. I'll be skipping it a lot on the off times I play that game. Yeah. Um, game looks good graphically. It looks I'm really gonna good. I'm going to buy this here. Yeah. I'm like really hope, close to pre-ordering. I hope the gameplay is good. But, uh, good news for fans of professional wrestling. Southpaw Regional Wrestling will be returning tomorrow, Friday, the 18th of August at 10 a.m. Eastern. Check your local YouTube for listings. I'm very excited for this. And based on the check mini your, teaser. What? I was going to say, isn't it check your local listings? Yeah, but it's on YouTube, so it's not. I don't think you, yeah. There's no listings for it. <laughs> no, but you said check your local YouTube for listings. It doesn't oh, matter. Oh, I see. I did say that wrong. Yes. Check your YouTube subscriptions. Uh, John Cena tweeted out a little teaser trailer. There's a lot more... Uh, Top guys, I guess, for lack okay. of a better. Like, there's Rollins in there. Uh, Rhino, which I'm very excited oh, for. Yeah, Rhino will be good in that. Like it was made for him. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Xavier Woods, Big E, Natalia, Jericho. More of the same with... Uh, there's a really funny moment from uh, Fandango mm-hmm. where he just screams something at some Ed, point. This was, this was like a trailer? Yes, like yeah. a like it was just a montage of like, boom, some boom, boom, boom. See, yeah. yeah, so... Gotcha. Uh, on Jericho's podcast last week, uh, Fandango and Breeze were the guests, and they were pimping the next season coming out real soon. Mm. Uh, how's this one, boys? This one actually just came in as I refreshed. PW Insider reports mm. that a former Intercontinental Champion has signed 
with the WWE to make his return to the company for the first time since 2010. That sounds like Shelton Benjamin. Sounds like Shelton B. is Shelton Benjamin. What? Supposedly. So. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. We'll see. That's not the worst thing. Where do you put him? SmackDown or Raw? SmackDown. SmackDown. I put him there, too. Yeah. Put him with Gable. Boom. Seems like Bobby Roode, which we'll get into, is also going to be coming up at some point soon. So I think maybe mm. you put him on Raw, mm. and then you can have Shelton as SmackDown. And sure. Keep him balanced. Those both seem like good fits. I'm just going to read this headline because I found it funny earlier. Sonny thinks China should go into the Hall of Fame. Ha <laughs> ha! So, there you go. That's Where'd you cool. find that? On jokes.net? Is that a real thing? One-liners. Jokes.net. That's a real thing. It has to be. It has to be. But is it .net? Yeah, jokes.net. Look at that. Welcome to the jokes. This website has not been updated in a long <laughs> time. What kind of jokes do you guys want? Let's do it. Let's find a joke on this thing. Bill, the, the, for, <laughs> the number one in the political joke section is Bill Clinton jokes. So that gives you a reference point of how old this thing is. Late 90s. Let's do a sports joke. Uh, more sports. Maybe they have a wrestling joke. No, they don't have a wrestling. Let's do... There's no hockey. Okay. Football joke it is. Let's do that one. Uh, what do birthday candles and the Buffalo Bills have in common? Mm. They both get blown out. They both get blown out on the same day every year. Well done. Oh. Well done. That one's too long. How many Vikings does it take to win a Super Bowl? Two. No one knows, and we may never find out. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> There's your jokes.net plug of the week, so <laughs> help yourself to some... Chuckle of the week. Hot jokes. Okay. Uh, anything else news-wise we want to bring up? No, sir. Anything? No. Do you know who Kira Hogan is, Scotty? I'm going to re- assume Brooke Hogan's younger sister. Uh, nope. I can... Well, no. <laughs> she seems to be a, a uh, African-American woman, so... Hey, man. Jason Jordan and Kurt Angle. Uh, Anything could happen. My anyways, black son. She signed with Impact. You'd think that Hulk would be a little more tolerant if his daughter was black. No, that's why we've never heard of her. Her... Instagram name is Hogan Knows Best 18, which is also weird because that was the name of Hulk His Hogan's reality, reality show. show. What's going on there? <laughs> We're okay. in a weird place. What's going on here, on? brother? <laughs> Scary waters. Uh, okay, good. All right, let's do Monday Night Raw. Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the saints, and across the nation. And it's a I don't have a location because it wasn't listed. So. Somewhere. So we'll never know. Somewhere in the United States. Oh, no, wait. You said it in your news. Boston? They yeah, were in they Boston. Boston. They're in Bo- at the Gadden. At the Gadden. At the Gadden, Boston. Uh, the show opened with a lengthy video package with the Rollins and Ambrose story so far. Um, Ambrose hit the ring, demanded answers from Rollins. Rollins said that he was done playing games and extended his fist. Uh, this got really, really convoluted throughout this segment. <laughs> um, some soap opera some shit. Real solid wrestling. Talk. Right. Uh, Ambrose denied it. So Seth turned him down last week. 
Seth comes out this week and says, I'm done screwing around. Let's do this and puts his fist out. Mm-hmm. Then Dean mm-hmm. says, no, no. No, no. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> um, but then he eventually also sticks his fist out, Is which that- then <laughs> Rollins. No, no. No, <laughs> Then they just start fighting. Uh-huh. Doing the hockey brawl, which is they're calling it that now, which I fucking it might love. as well be a move, like a, a move on a move list in a creator wrestler. Yeah, put the TM on that shit. Yeah, why not? Um, they were interrupted by Cesaro and Sheamus, who beat both of them up. Then eventually Ambrose and Rollins uh, ran them off before finally joining fists in the Shield pose. Uh, crowd popped, which is good. And then the raw uh, Kurt Angle came out. They cut the music off right before the You Suck stuff, which yeah. is dumb because the crowd immediately yeah. goes into And they continue the You Suck stuff as Kurt is trying to make this announcement over top of them. Right. If you were to let it play a little while and then And then cut, cut it. it off, and he's like, all right, I got to. And he, he, he wasn't even leading them. Yeah. They did that all by themselves. Look at that. Right. They don't need any fucking conducting. Um, but, yeah, he makes a match between those teams for the titles at SummerSlam. So that's going to be happening. There you go. So, I wish Kurt would have just stopped talking or like let the crowd do the you suck thing a little bit because mm-hmm. he just was still like, I'll just talk over you. But the crowd was still listening because as soon as he announced the title match, they all popped. Yeah. It was just awkward. At least Daniel Bryan knows like, hey, they're going to do the yes, like bullshit. Once they're done that, then get on with your spiel. Yeah. Number one contenders match, Sasha Banks and Kanaya Jax. Uh, Alexa Bliss was uh, on commentary. Oh, no, sir. She was at the lifeguard chair. Yeah, thing. this was pretty dope. Yeah. I thought this was cool. Oh, yeah. you like that chair? Yeah. I thought like, it looked tacky. She was, she's a fucking goddess. Well, and I think it's to sit on. kind of playing on Game of Thrones-ish yeah, a little be. bit. Just because that's at the peak right now. It didn't look Topical. very... Topical. It didn't look very... No, but it was a throne, it, it so... Looked, well, you're right, though. It looked more like a lifeguard tower than yeah. a throne. Yeah. It looked like a spray paint... But they... Like... they uh, Graves made sure to mention that she was the... Honor throne. Yeah. She's the queen. Goddess or whatever she calls herself. Uh, um, Jax dominated Banks for the majority of the match. Banks was able to make her tap out to the bank statement on, its, uh, on her second try following uh, like a pretty... Different reversal. She was mm. like on her back at one point, had the head cranking, and then got her to tap out. So Jax taps out here, and Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss will fight for the title, which is kind of what you'd expect in the like heel heel face face kind of thinking. But also, it just seems like Nia Jax always gets just right there, and then loses the match. Yeah, that is going to put her in the spotlight. Yeah, she dominates for so long, and then in like the last fifteen percent of a match. She runs into something and she, then fucks she up. She taps out a lot, too. Like She does. She never gets pinned, but no. she taps out a lot. Only she had a t-shirt that said never give up or something. Then she'd never tap. Maybe most girls tap. Ooh. Or don't tap. Don't tap. I don't know. I'm not good at those jokes, no. the way Boris is. He's, he's a wizard with words. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys see the video of the, uh, the house show in which uh, Nia Jax was... I assume in a tag match or something oh, with yeah. Alexa Bliss. And she has Alexa Bliss over her shoulder carrying her out of the arena. Like with Bliss Fireman carry kinda. Hanging on to the title over her back. Mm-hmm. And she's Naya's mouthing off to the fans. And as she walks around the opposite hard cam on the left side of the ring corner where the steps are, she kinda has to move around them to go towards the ramp. <laughs> this kid who looks like he's maybe 
12, 13, yeah. reaches out and just slaps Alexa right on the ass because that's just where it was. Yeah. She, he was going for a high five first and then went, fuck it. Yeah. Boom. Bam. And he's like, slaps that ass. Yeah. And she, uh, Anaya, like, kind of like tries to dodge him but misses. And then she walks around and the look on her face of just like, Oh wow! <laughs> it's right. hilarious. Oh, let's see this. Scotty's gonna show Scotty's me. Scotty's got it on his man. on his phone there is. for you to have a look at. It was a pretty funny moment. Just that Nia was so candid with. Oh, quick, Scotty! Nia's cell. I was Miss Green being all shitty. Yeah, that's. Is it this? Do we have that on the Sapwat Twitter? We should maybe put that on the Sapwat Twitter. <laughs> uh, the man, the kid, he went out and got what his. I know, and like <laughs> Nia goes to give the kid shit, and then she realizes how old the kid is, yeah. and she's like. Oh my God! I can't believe he just did this. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were all that age at some point. We uh, we'll put that on the Twitter. Okay. You, would you? All right. Good. Uh, okay. Backstage angle. Speaking with the Hardy Boys when the Miz and the Miztourage interrupted, asking what he was going to do with Brock Lesnar after uh, he attacked them all last week. The Miz said he was going to fight Jason Jordan tonight. Then all of a sudden, a referee appeared, telling Angle there was a problem with Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor, and Angle just ran off. Yeah. So he did not address that situation, but it was addressed today <laughs> yeah. uh, when they announced that that is going to be a, uh, a pre- match. He had some time on the to pre- think show. about it. Six-man tag betwixt The Miz and... Right, see, uh, now you've used it too many times. <laughs> the Miz, Taraj, and The Hardys with Jason Jordan. Good. After the commercial break, Angle found out uh, Finn Balor and White or found Finn Balor and White fighting backstage, told them they were going to have their SummerSlam match tonight. Which popped the crowd pretty good. Yeah. When it you feels tease like they've it. been doing this a little bit more lately. Like the big match on the. Fuck it. We're doing TV. it tonight. Yep. We'll Our do ratings it live. are garbage. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was going to happen later on tonight. Uh, Elias Sands Sampson was in the ring, uh, sang a song about how terrible Boston is. He was interrupted by our truth of all people who came out doing his rap and then got beat up and then Elias walked off with his guitar. They don't. I don't think they have anything for him to do right now, which no. kind of sucks. No. But that new T-shirt's really cool. Yeah, like they actually of... made a real stylish-looking concert style T-shirt. Yeah, I like it. Um, but yeah, it just seems like they just don't have anything for him. So this time know. will come. For a long time, they didn't have anything for Finn too. It's true. Seems like they're really bad at like keeping all the plates spinning, mm-hmm. and a lot of the times they're like, "There's too many plates. Stack some of those plates up in the corner." <laughs> Um, Big Cass entered the ring. Standing in front of the shark cage, he began recapping his feud with Enzo. Uh, he was getting crazy heat here. I don't know if it's... It couldn't have been because Enzo is also New York, but mm. it might have been somewhat of a New York because they were in Boston or this crowd just really buys into this program. Sure. He could not get a word out. And... It, was, it was a pretty strong crowd all show. Yes. So yeah. it was nice to see them booing the right stuff, cheering the right stuff. Like, loud. Yeah, and I thought Cass was great at at starting and stopping and letting them kind of get the better of him and then kind of having his line of, I'll just keep doing this all night. Yeah. thought he was really good. Um, he Roman dust. Yeah, Ooh. It's well done. Uh, Enzo finally comes out and reminds Cass that he'd been knocked out by Big Show two weeks in a row, uh, who then came out and got in Cass' face. Uh, Cass attacked Amore. Show attacked Cass. Then Gallows and Anderson came down to beat up Show, and then Cass smashed Big Show's hand in the shark cage door and stomped on it. Yeah, I kind of popped for the club working with Big Cass on this. Yeah, I don't necessarily know why. It looked weird. 
But I like the idea of heels helping heels. Sure. And it, I think it it sets up a good story in that uh, in that match that show can't use the KO punch. Yeah, and that now Gallows and Anderson are existing in this feud somewhere. I hope they are, and I hope that isn't just the only time we see them. <laughs> just just a, literally a one off <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah they were hired guns. Cash paid them fifty thousand dollars each. Sure, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um. <laughs> Cruiserweight championship match Akira Tozawa and Neville Neville locked Tozawa in the rings of Saturn Had it reversed for a very close two count He went up for the red arrow but missed uh, Because Tozawa moved Tozawa then hit the top rope senton His third of the match For the victory it Came out of nowhere And Apollo Crews hit the ring to celebrate with the new Cruiserweight champion I popped So either this yeah. is either this is just a way to set up Neville winning it back as they do like way too often where they flip it, flip it back. Or maybe they're giving a push to this whole franchise or this whole the stable of uh, Titus Worldwide Titus Worldwide brand. <coughs> maybe maybe Apollo wins the uh, IC or something. That'd be cool. Or, well, I guess the tag. T- I feel like Apollo Crews and Titus O'Neil could be a tag team. Sure. Why not? Sure. Fuck it. They got a decent luck about them. I did like this here uh, with Dazao winning it. I thought it was a good little, oh. On the third senton, too, and it was huge how big he hit it. But when you have a program dedicated to the cruiserweights and your title isn't even changing on that program. Yeah. But the celebration was there. But at the same time, people like me who don't watch that program got to see a really good match and a title change, so maybe that lures people in to To have a little bit more interest. Yeah. I guess it's... And, like, Neville had a really good reign as champion. It was, like, six or seven um, months. Yeah. Like, yeah. he and he was on top of the world for a real long time. His matches with Aries were all really good. His matches with Jack Gallagher for the title were good. Uh, backstage, Big Show told Enzo he wasn't going to miss SummerSlam regardless of his potentially broken hand. Mm. So he'll probably come up with some sort of a cast on or something. Mm-hmm. They don't have a machine backstage that can do x-rays? I feel like an x-ray machine would be pretty expensive. Yeah, you'd go to a hospital for x-rays. Oh. They didn't have time to take him to a local medical facility, as they like to say? load that big asshole into an ambulance? You know what the fucking wait times at local facilities are? (laughs) It's true. (laughs) We got the fucking big show in here. He's a celebrity, no? Scotty, it's a work. His hand's not actually broken, for Christ's sakes. What? I'm getting worked? (laughs) Uh, okay, so now Emma uh, is in the locker room. Mickey James is also there. Emma tells Mickey James. Is that the picture for you? <laughs> she isn't getting <laughs> the same opportunities as other women. James told her to put her phone down and face her in the ring tonight, later tonight. Hear that, Scotty? Put the phone down. Yes. Yeah, Mickey James. Oh, horse face? Whoa. Whoa. Wow. When did we become the fucking Judgy McPodcast? Uh, I'm not a big fan of how Mickey James looks. I've said this for a year at least. She Holy. is an attractive mother. She just just does not do it for me. Oh, you are fucked. Good you Lord. are fucked. We'll make it. Let's put up a poll. Is Mickey James hot? Yes or no? Oh, I'm not. No, not I will not that. sign off on that. Poll. <laughs> does uh, she have a horse face? Yes or no? Uh, Bray Wyatt and Finn Balor have their match. Uh, Balor went to the top turnbuckle for the coup de gras, but Wyatt was able to knock him off and connect with the sister Abigail for the victory. After the match, Wyatt hit a second sister Abigail, and then the lights went out. Mm-hmm. In the typical Wyatt fashion, mm-hmm. 
Lights come back on, and he has a bucket in his hand. Ben has been propped up in the corner. Yes, and he then dumps the contents of the bucket all over Finn, which was, I think we're supposed to believe, blood. Or ketchup. Yeah, or paint. It's not ketchup. I, I thought it, it could was, be paint. Originally, it's I thought, either red paint or blood. Originally, because like the demon paints up the well-known thing, I thought it was like, oh, he's trying to. Yeah, that's like, true. I guess. Just, I, I thought he was just trying to be like, you should paint up. It just seems weird that in a world where they don't allow blood, that <laughs> they ah, dump a bucket of blood on him. Mm. That's why I thought maybe. Well, we and were, I think they were very careful not to say what it was. They didn't. Because, you're right. Because then we can think it's blood. And they can be like, oh, it's red paint. It's a metaphor for the demon paint. Yeah. Well, they, what did they say? They're like, it's a viscous. Yeah. They, they said didn't it was say like, it was ketchup. They said it was some sort of acid. Right. Yes. Acid. They were like, it's burning a, his eyes. Yeah. It's a viscous acid. Yeah. Uh, maybe ma- it's like, maybe it's like the red mist in liquid form. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's what you. Or you freeze it a little before, bit. So the consistency. You weaponize it. They were, they were milking Tajiri for weeks. Oh, uh, the old Tajiri oh. farm. And then had to do a color dye in there somewhere. All those poor Tajiris. <laughs> the old Tajiris make the thickest just mess. Just hooked up to machines. I just picture like, you know how you like get the venom out of a uh, snake where yeah. they put the, just that, but with Tajiri holding his head and putting his teeth up oh. to like a. So it's at least it's his mouth and not his nipples. <laughs> Just green fluid. Yeah. <laughs> He's just sad. Just, that is an image. What has happened? <laughs> um, Mickey James beat Emma with a mick kick. Boom. Wasn't that great? No. I like Fucking more of the backstage stuff of like Emma being kind of entitled and then Mickey James putting it in her place, being like, I'm a six-time women's champion or whatever. That was better than the match. The crowd. This was as piss break as you can make anything. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't done anything with either of these two girls for quite some time. (laughs) Honestly, what have they done with Mickey since she came back? And (laughs) Emma was going to be Emmalina, and then that didn't work out. So, yeah, this was, it's weird. Lana became Emmalina. Yeah. They throw these two together when, yeah, nobody cares about either. Finn Balor's backstage. He is still covered in blood or paint, potentially. Jerry Juice <laughs> left uh, Kurt Angle's office and informed Charles Caruso that the two would have a rematch at SummerSlam this Sunday. And he re- uh, said that Bray Wyatt may have his demons, but he'll find out that I have mine too. Mm, I don't get it. Brother. 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 <laughs> um, he shows up. Dr- brother. He just shows up super drunk at SummerSlam. That was yeah. his demons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yeah. He does the old Jeff Hardy special. Oh, high out of his mind. Yeah. Um, good joke, Warren. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> um, it, this was, it, we all knew that this was when, when he announced that this match was going to be happening on raw, that it was just to get the, the reason to get the demon. Yeah. Right. But yeah, they he, hadn't given you anything yet. He hasn't done the demon since, uh, his, his slam last yeah. year. Since he got hurt one year ago, which is good. Has he wrestled a pay-per-view since then? Yep. Yep. Okay. Two or three now, I think That's since he's been back. Time. He came back right after Mania, didn't he? The night after Mania. So, yeah, it's been three months, four months. I literally don't Five know. Months. Like, I couldn't name you a Finn Balor pay-per-view match. I think he wrestled Elias Sampson at... I don't think that was a no. pay-per-view match. That was, that was just a TV feud? Yeah, so he might not have been on that one. But anyways, I'm sure there's been something somewhere. Almost, almost certainly. <laughs> trying to remember what his, <laughs> what his first I'm feud sure was I'm sure it was a back. barn burner. The Miz? He beat The Miz at a pay-per-view? Jesus. 
This is what I'm saying. I'm sure he's been in one. When was the last time Finn but Balor was on a pay-per-view? Well. We're going to find out let's now. Let's find out. Um, he was not on Extreme Rules. Oh, yes, he was. Okay. It was in the main event, Fatal Five Way, for the number one contender for the Universal Championship. Oh, there you okay. go. Definitely was not in paint. Nope. That was a good match, though. Hmm? It's a very good match. I don't know if that was the last one he was in, but we can confirm that he's been in good. at least That's one all I wanted. match. I wanted to, like, divide, like, the, like, he's always on, in paint on pay-per-view. Because that's how it was with NXT. Yeah. Yep. Whereas now they're at least being smart enough to be like, well, it's not every pay-per-view. It's, like, important matches where we think the demon mm-hmm. calls for it. And this is, it doesn't get more Call calling for, for it yeah. than against the Wyatt craziness. And I hope he doesn't lose. Because I think you have an opportunity to make yeah. the demon. Well, especially because Bray won here. Yeah. That kind of foreshadows a win for Finn. Right. Win for Finn. And you would hope that while they still have it meaning something, you'd hope that they give the demon this air of like, oh, if he's a demon, you're fucked. Yeah. You're going to lose. Yeah. And then when someone finally beats the demon, it's a big deal. Yeah. I hope they give him a big entrance. Like something extra. Mm-hmm. Like how they did with when he was Jack, Jack the, the Ripper. Ripper. That was fucking dope. All that stuff. Jason Jordan defeated the Miz. Miz was accompanied by Maurice Curtis, Axel Bo Dallas. Dallas and Axel interfered in the match when Jordan was about to hit his finishing move, giving him the DQ victory. Then the Hardy Boys came out and save him, which led to the six-man tag match that we're going to see on Sunday, mm-hmm. which also happened on Monday, in which the Hardy Boys and Jason Jordan defeated the heels. Matt Hardy hit a twist to fade on Bo Dallas, followed by Jeff Hardy uh, and the Swanton Bomb. There you go. Hardy's dropped a wonderful and a delightful earlier in the mm-hmm. in a pre-tape. They mentioned Awoken in uh, in the commentary, but I think only once. So I don't know if they're fully pushing it or if they're just reminding Global Force that fuck they you woke guys. Global Force. Also, Awoken is not a real word, which I kind of extra like. It's just an extra little little fold in there. That's right. But it's a made up word that they've. Can you copyright a not real word? Yes, I'm sure. Yeah. I think there's probably a, a lot of copyrighted not real words. I'm trying to think of one. Nike. Like wrestling. Yeah, there you go. There. What was the one? Nike. Oh, okay. Adidas. Yeah. Shoe companies. All the shoe companies. Yeah. Michael Jordan's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the main event was a confrontation between Brock Lesnar and his three opponents, Reigns, Joe, and Strowman. Angle surrounded the ring with a bunch of security guards before bringing each competitor out. Lesnar was in first. Heyman cut a lengthy promo saying that Lesnar will either be the victim of a conspiracy to take his title away or Lesnar will beat his opponents and continue his reign as champion. This was also the same promo that Brando referenced earlier where he said the thing about locking him up in a cage. Yeah, oh, his statement? Yes. Did you hear this? Marvin, his manager, just said he's going to go to UFC. Run it. Put it on the print today. <laughs> Stop the presses. His manager's talking. <laughs> uh, Joe came out next, told Lesnar he doesn't fear him. He'll put him to sleep on Sunday. Strowman came out, told Lesnar he would be the last. Uh, he will be the last man standing. Joe reminded him that it was uh, that he was the one that put Reigns down last week, not actually Strowman, which is a nice little wrinkle. Uh, Reigns came in, just speared Joe, didn't say a word. Got power slammed by Strowman. Lesnar and Strowman were then separated by security, did the old pull apart. Um, Do you think they're going to that well too much? It's, But it's always with Lesnar. Yeah, it's always with Brock. So I don't necessarily hate it, but it has been a lot. It just feels like we've gotten like three pull aparts in the past five months. Yeah. 
You're right. It doesn't need to be every match with Like, him. they are hype. Don't get me wrong. It is awesome when you see Kurt be like, we need more, and then the locker room pours out. Well, this one arguably makes more sense than the other ones because there's four of them here. Yeah. So you need all the help you can get. Was um, was Strowman, he, like, punches a security guard who's got, like, blonde hair, and he, like, jumps over the top rope. Yeah. Is that, that, was that bump? It's a good sell. Real good sell. These security guards are making a, Strowman look great. Bit of an oversell, you might say. God bless any and wrestlers. The, and the wrong and the wrong direction. Yes, because he punched him to the left. <laughs> yeah. And then he jumped over the ropes to the right. That's how so. hard Braun Strowman punches you, man. <laughs> Straight around the world he went. Uh yeah. So they beat up all the security guards and then kind of looked at each other and did a slow, like, all right, we took care of that. Now let's fucking fight. Uh, and then Kurt Angle brought up the entire locker room, separated them, and the show went off the air. Sure. Studs and duds. Oh, heavens. Um, Paul Heyman gets a stud for his promo. Okay. Really like that. My dud is that women's match with Mickey. Yeah, that's a pretty decent dud. Yeah. My dud is the Alexa Bliss chair. My it looked really tacky. My stud will be the Cruiserweight match. Ooh, that was a good one to have, have as a stud there. Uh, I'm also going to give uh, Rollins and Ambrose a stud for the week because they got the crowd right into it. It's true. Crowd, crowd bit start. hard on that. Yeah. Um... I'm going to give my stud to Cass. I like that promo and how he dealt with everything and continued to milk them and make the puppets dance around, which is nice. Uh, yeah, my dud will be that women's match. It was meaningless and shitty. All right. Let's do SmackDown. If I turn this up. Every week. Smackdown Live from the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island. Show opened with Jinder Mahal celebrating Indian Independence Day uh, with them singing and dancing. And I know that Amer- North American wrestling fans were kind of trained to boo the foreign heels and people who aren't from here and have their own customs. Of but it felt kind of shitty when the crowd is like booing this like Old lady who looks like it could I be know. anyone's mom. I looked at Warren like while this was going on and said, I don't know if I could boo someone's national anthem. Yeah. Like, Ever. Yeah. Regardless the, of the situation. The dancing looked really nice too. They're all in beautiful, pretty colors. So I was just like, I get that we're trained to boo stuff like this, but like all of their stuff seemed really nice. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, F you America. That's America for you, I think. You got, a, you got a lot of issues going on recently. We don't, we don't lock your I was kind of hoping that Jinder would bring something up. Not not blatantly, but just reference it enough because that crowd would have fucking lost their mind if he did. Like if he called them... I don't know. Like I don't know how you do it. He's not going to call them Nazis or anything like that. And you that. can't make light of the situation. I'm not saying that, but... I don't know. Uh, yeah. You guys Sometimes wrestling tough. plays on real life. Yeah. There is a line, and might I think have that been maybe too serious. That yeah. might have been yeah. a little too much. Because I'm trying to think too of a way to say like, "Oh, you guys think you're so much more supreme than everyone else." Like, like I think it's I think it's almost so far the other way, where it's like Jinder goes out and calls America intolerant all the time, and I bet you he purposefully didn't call them intolerant mm. now because of recent events, where yeah, it's like, that's true. let's not draw attention to that. Yeah. Uh, so as the singing and dancing is going on, Shinsuke Nakamura interrupts. And promised to defeat Mahal, and he brought up the fact that today might be uh, Indian Independence Day, but today in Japan, we honor our fallen warriors and soldiers. 
Okay. Kind of cool, just different cultures. Mm-hmm. I swear, it's got to be the first time WWE for a main event picture has had like an East Indian individual, quote unquote, versus a Jap or an Asian guy kind of thing. Probably. Unless, like, I don't know. Unless, no, like, that's not, yeah. yeah. Probably. You're probably right. Unless Kali ever took on Yoshitatsu for the title or something like Which that. I don't think ever happened. Yeah. Well, you're, so it's very it's possible. intriguing. I think they're going to have a good match on Sunday. Uh, as I said to Brando, I would be willing to bet a large sum of money okay. that at some point in this match, the crowd chants USA. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's sad. Again, America. Mm-hmm. I hope uh, that doesn't happen. Prove me wrong or prove me right. Yes, <laughs> please. Uh, then from there, uh, we got a match between Natalia and Becky Lynch with Naomi on commentary. Uh, not a bad match. I definitely think these girls uh, have decent in-ring chemistry. Natty won by submission with a sharpshooter. After the match, uh, Natalia kept the sharpshooter locked in uh, until Naomi got in the ring and then ran her off. Classic scare the bad guy away. Natty's kind of getting the female gender treatment right now where they're like, holy shit, we've buried you for so long that seeing her win these matches feels weird now. Yeah, which is sad because she is a good wrestler, but she's it's been almost, booked like it's shit. It's almost too much too fast where you're like, oh, okay, where'd you get this it's, from? It's almost not believable. Yeah, yeah that it's like, ah, oh, if it would have been a gradual process of her winning a few minor ones and then in that match, then she wins it as opposed to just, yep, Italia, number one contender, and she's going to beat Becky Lynch. Big old week. Natty. Uh <laughs> Maybe not the best way to phrase it. Not that big. Uh, Rusev versus Chad Gable uh, had a match. Not as good as the first time they had a match on SmackDown. Uh, They were given less time, and this one ended in a double countout. Rusev wouldn't stop attacking Gable on the outside. The ref gave a super fast 10 count. Like, you know, sometimes it feels like forever, and you're like, it's got to be an eight or nine, and the ref's like, six. And you're like, wait, what? Yeah. Here it was like, one, two. He was flying. Very quick. Uh, and then from there, um, Rusev goes to cut a promo on Randy Orton. He's like, Randy gets RKO'd. Which was great. They really planned that up ever since that haul went viral a year or <laughs> yeah. two years ago. The RKO has never been more out of nowhere. Yes, yeah. That it's they just want him to slide in the ring and hit the move and you're good. Uh, actually, the other day I was walking through the mall and his dad and his kid were like, not like wrestling, wrestling, but they're kind of play wrestling while they were like waiting for the mom outside a store. Wait, they weren't actually wrestling. Well, they were putting on like a five star match, man. Like six Dave, and a half stars. Dave Meltzer was only giving it three stars at the most. <laughs> but then, so then he goes to RKO's kid, like fake, and he's like, RKO, as I'm walking by, I'm like, but was it out of nowhere? They both laughed and they complimented my Bullet Club tea. Mm. Wrestling brings us all together. Right. Speaking of Bullet Club tea, I met a uh, listener, well, not met, I met him before, but I saw listener of the podcast, Brett. Brett at, Sotart? At a gas station in Sherwood Park. Nice. And I was wearing my Bears Club shirt, and he was wearing a Bullet Club shirt. And we did not too sweet, and I regretted it for the rest of the day. Nice. Well, aside from not too sweeting, I bought a Villain Club shirt the other day. Oh, yeah, those are pretty cool. Actually. Yeah, the Marty Scroll variant. Yeah. AJ Styles <laughs> attempted to apologize to Shane McMahon. Make things right after he Pele kicked him in the head last week. As you do as a wrestler, yeah, you, know, you got to apologize for your wrongdoings. That's pretty mean. To that. Kick a guy in the head. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Owens interrupted, um, and like Shay, uh, AJ had a thing where it was like, "Look, I'm going to shake your hand here, Shane. We're going to be all good. We're going to be chummy, chummy." And he's like, "All right, well, I'll shake your hand here, but if this happens again on Sunday, 
I'm going to get physical with you, AJ. So he's definitely saying, like, Oh, it's an accident, Shane. Relax. relax. Watch the tape. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Owens interrupts when Styles and Owens almost come to blows. McMahon stops Styles. Owens tried to super kick Styles. Uh, AJ gets out of the way. Owens ends up super kicking Shane, keeping the storyline kind of going of, you know, the ref is kind of on edge with both guys, which isn't something you normally see. Normally there's like the guest referees in there to specifically fuck with one guy. Yeah. No, I like that dynamic. I think I talked about that last week by myself too, but I really like that. They're teasing both sides, and I mean, the only downside to this week was that it was pretty predictable in that AJ hit him last week, so I bet you Kevin's going to hit him gonna this week. Kevin's going to get something this he week, did. yeah. But I thought, execution-wise, it was good with the tease of him catching the fist and him being like, no, 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 it wasn't yeah. meant for you. You know how this goes, and blah, 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 and then he super kicked him, but. Uh, from there, the Usos demanded a match with the New Day. Uh, they were not given the New Day members that they'll be wrestling on Sunday. This was weird. This was weird. It was good, but it was weird. So on Sunday, it's going to be Biggie and Kofi. No. No. Biggie and Xavier? Yeah. Yes. But tonight on SmackDown, it's Kofi and Xavier. Because those are the ones that attacked him last That had attacked. And I like that. That's a decent way to explain it. But it's just weird, like... Wouldn't if you were the Usos? Wouldn't you want to wrestle the guys you're going to wrestle on Sunday so you can like wear them down? Yeah, but at the same time, it finally somebody wants some fucking clarification as to who they're going to be wrestling. Yeah, as opposed to just showing up and ah, oh, it's going to be two of the three of them. Yeah, I sort of set a free bird rulesing it. Uh, the Usos ended up winning this non-title match with a double super kick on Kofi Kingston, um, thus probably implying the New Day will win at SummerSlam. Um, I really like the segment with Daniel Bryan. It made me laugh a lot. He should do more comedy stuff. He's very good at being the nerdy white guy where he gave them, like, they go for the fist bumps oh, yeah. and he, like, grabbed it and then did his little, those guys are so cool. It's the return of Sweet Beats. Which is, <laughs> that's a talking smack thing. Oh, okay. um, one time the Usos were on and Daniel Bryan was like, I feel like I'm way cooler being around the Usos because they're sitting on the same side of the table. And the Usos put their hat on Daniel Bryan like sideways so he looks all silly. Oh, I think I saw a picture of him. Yeah. And then uh, he's like, we should be a rap group. Like like sweet beats. Like beats out of the ground. Good God. That's actually kind of... <laughs> Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. Uh, John Cena defeated Jinder Mahal by disqualification when Baron Corbin attacked Cena. Not a bad match between Cena and Jinder. That was pretty good. Wasn't like a a five star classic, but for something like and Tom Phillips, this is the biggest match in SmackDown history. Saying it all night, was it? Yeah, that's a bit of a stretch. Probably maybe. not. Wasn't there like a Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar for the <laughs> WWE <laughs> Championship? This was a big several. one. This was a big one. Well, no, 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 no. That's SmackDown history, not SmackDown Live history. Oh, sorry. So let's let's remember to keep those. Keep those separate in Disso- the Dissociate the brand. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, Cena appeared to have won the match with an attitude adjustment off the ropes. Uh, then Corbin like slid into the ring and like looked like he like kind of jammed the briefcase into like a little late maybe on little, his little late his running. Corbin's got to do more cardio. It's gonna be a tough thing to time too. Just wetting that hair down. Yeah, well, especially if you're coming from the top of the ramp. Yeah. That you're not already out there to just slide in. You have to time running down the ramp and sliding in. You got to be like Seth Rollins where you just haul ass down the ramp. Because you don't want to come out before the pin starts either. 
Exactly. Then it's like, well, why? Because then you're going to steal the crowd pop. You just know what the spot is. Yeah. So you have two seconds to run into the ring, essentially. That's right. Which I'll tell you right now, I couldn't do. So Corbin gets out of the ring, about quarter way up the ramp. He looks back and is like, fuck, I could do it right now. It was almost comedic. Yeah, like it was. A, like the old Looney Tune. Wait a minute. Yeah. These are my pants. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, classic bit. <laughs> So then uh, he's like, ah, I want to cash into the ref. Cena's laying on the apron there. Uh, John Cena ends up kind of distracting Baron Corbin in this WWE championship match. Uh, Jinder Mahal ends up rolling him up. Jinder Mahal retains, baby. Holy shit. This was stupid. With was a capital stoop. So Jinder Mahal technically won two matches tonight. One by disqualification and then won it again. Yep. I'm pretty sure John Cena won the one by disqualification. Yeah, because he got oh, hit. Oh, yeah, John Cena's the one who got hit. Yeah, yeah whatever. No contest. <laughs> Fuck so <laughs> I get, because I think it was Game Time Art that made a point when I originally tweeted out that I hated this, and he said that you don't want this briefcase to just be an automatic, oh, that guy won the briefcase. He's going to be a champion within the next year. Totally. And I totally understand that. You want it to be... You never Unpredictable, know. Yeah. and especially on SmackDown. They're really going for this anything can happen because... Fucking Jinder Mahal is a champion right now. And there's probably a lot of, uh, in the in the past, there's probably a lot of me saying, like, I wish it was a little more balanced between wins and losses. Right. Because I did think that for a long time. And, and I, I do think that. And I don't dislike people cashing it in and not working. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that, like, Corbin will be fine. If they like him, they'll book him and he'll still get a championship. It's not like this was his one chance to, right. to get to that next level. I think it, it was perfect for him in that he was just under the bar and that kind of got him to the bar, and then he cashes in, and then you're the champion. Mm. Um, but I don't think he necessarily needs it, needs it, needs it. Right. The reason that I hated this is because there was nobody that got over because of it. Nobody looked good. Jinder didn't look good surviving. John didn't look good being involved in any of this. Baron got buried, He looked stupid for cashing in. Mm. John looks stupid, because why wouldn't you want Baron to win? Then you get a title match at Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, True. then you could easily like just take why? it off Baron at SummerSlam. Yep. And Jinder comes off looking like essentially a baby face because he took two AAs, gets cashed in on, and kicks out. It's fucked. Like it I didn't like any of it. I couldn't I couldn't justify it in my head. Or not kicks and, out, he gets a win, sorry. Yeah. But um And I'm not sure if he was supposed to maybe cheat, like get a foot on the ropes. Maybe. Because that would have made it a little bit more oh, he had to cheat to win, but he still snuck away with one. Yeah. But he didn't, so it doesn't matter. It, right. it comes off as he's the baby face overcoming the odds of all this shit stacked on him. And with me, no no Singh brothers there to even yeah, help. He didn't exactly. cheat at all. Yeah, it was the, all the by cleanest himself. of clean wins after having a match with John Cena. None of this makes sense. It makes Corbin look like the biggest loser ever. Like, Damian Sandow no longer is the worst cash-in. It, it's up there, and that's not exactly... You're right. Like, it is, that's... It is the worst cash-in ever. Yeah, Corbin yeah. is now, like... it. It, currently, the worst guy to hold the money in the bank briefcase for what happened with it. And for me, it a big part of it is that I think wrestling has been not so great lately. And that briefcase usually results in something pretty special happening one way or another. Mm. So for it to for me to be going into shows being like, I don't really love a lot of what they're doing, but that briefcase is still out there. Maybe something big's going to happen with that. That'd yeah. be cool. And then all of a sudden, on a SmackDown going into a pay-per-view, the briefcase basically just disappears. And you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, and I honestly was uh, 
thinking that they would do the women's briefcase on Sunday, but now I don't think he'd do it if he Originally, did it. Originally, I thought Carmella was going to be the one to fail cashing in. And Baron Corbin, like in my mind, I was like already starting to say like Baron Corbin, WWE champion. And it like totally messed with my brain, but I was like, all right, I guess that's going to be a thing that's going to happen. I think when Carmella does cash in and not saying it's going to be on Sunday, but I think when she does, she gets it. I agree. I think they I don't, don't think wanna... you want to go zero and one for the women's. Women's, yeah. yeah, I think it's a better look now. Like and I, I think Kamar and I think Carmella can be a champion. She can be a good heel. She's champion. there. Yeah, yeah. She's really found her way with that gimmick. I don't know. That ending was fucking. It, it sucked. I hated it. I so saw no value in it. Is that your dud? Fart. Yeah, that's my dud of the fucking decade. <laughs> go big. Honestly, because we do dud of the year, yeah. that's going to be in the conversation. And then if we do dud dud of the year for ten years, that is going to be the top probably. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it was bad. There was nothing. There was no good to come out of it. There was no at least light in the end of the tunnel for me to be like, okay, well at yeah. least because of this, there nothing. There was yeah, nothing. One good thing happens out of it. It was just shit. Everyone's just confused. Unless you're fluid. really stoked that gender, like unless you're really on the gender bandwagon, yeah, then maybe you're happy. Uh, I'll, but I'll give my stud to Daniel Bryan in that segment. That mm. really made me laugh. Oh, and the the the. Twin Peaks thing. Oh, yeah. That wasn't in the Uproxx notes. That was pretty good. Fashion Peaks will, or not Fashion, yeah, Fashion Peaks will return in two weeks? No. Breezango will Oh, return. Breezango will fashion return in Peaks two weeks. Is done, which is good because I didn't get a lot of the reference. Yeah, that's fair. That one was a little too niche of an obscure thing. Like, it's fine. I, hey, I loved it. But I'm like, sure that David Lynch fans are, like, going bananas over it. Yeah. I didn't get, like, I haven't gotten almost all of them. Like, I haven't gotten the X-Files ones because I never watched those ones, and I, haven't, I didn't get Twin Peaks. At least when they do, but they're like, still funny. I'm the they, same sure, way. yeah. Like when they're doing like Miami or Fashion Vice or whatever, yeah. that's at least parodying almost an era. Exactly. Where everyone's like, oh, yes. it's 80s cop, pastel yeah. stuff. And I mean, there's X so Files. many things based off of Vice that you know that. And they did kind of make it seem like there might still be a mystery something. Sure. Here. Like, I don't know. I think I'm done getting my hopes up because I got crushed last week, but I don't know. Maybe. It'll just be the Ascension again, man. Yeah, they just keep that. Hey. They're doing pretty good at the comedy stuff too, though. We we hate gluten. Yeah, <laughs> we don't. We live gluten free lifestyles. <laughs> I'm like laughing at that genuinely. That yeah, was pretty good. That's the funny thing about the Ascension is that they can be these like comedical dummies right now, and I'm like happy. I'm like ah, at least you're doing something. Yeah, it's true. Okay, uh, did you watch 205 Live this week? Scotty? I did. Okay, let me just uh, let me just pull it up real quick here. Uh, Alexander, Cedric Alexander and Grand Metalik defeated Tony Nese and Drew Gulak. Really good. Um, Tony Nese is doing this thing now on his entrance where he talks to the camera. Okay. Where he'll be like, here, let me hit a couple poses for you at the top of the ramp. And then he's also kind of chirping the people right at the sides, too. And he's like, yeah. look at that delt. Nobody else has got delts like that. And then his new thing is, let's count all together. And he counts his abs, all eight of them or whatever. That's good. And then he walks down. Um... Cedric Alexander's super over. You can definitely tell that Grand Metallic, uh, they're trying to slim him up. Like, oh, he's yeah. he's pretty heavy. And he's not doing as much high-flying stuff as he once did. Mm. Okay. Uh, Brian Kendrick defeated Mustafa Ali via disqualification. Uh, Brian Kendrick is paranoid right now. Like, he's looking around. He thinks Jack Gallard is going to attack him from behind again. Okay. So the whole match, he spent, free, uh, like, looking around, waiting for the... The D, like, uh, Galler to DQ it. Okay. Uh, Ari Davari defeated Rich Swan. 
It was a good match. I can't remember why. There was something said backstage about how Davari beaked him to get into the match. Uh, you can definitely tell they're trying to push Davari, though. And Akira Tozawa is ready to defend the WWE Cruiserweight Championship at SummerSlam. So they had like a a, a title celebration. Okay. Titus was there. Apollo Crews right. was there. That's fine. And then uh, Neville shows up and he's got a clock with like a countdown to SummerSlam. I'm going to win it back, but he looks like he hasn't slept in a day. Nice. So he's just super tired. His hair's all straggly. And they're just like, Neville... What, you okay? Like, get a cup of coffee or sleep or something. And Neville's just got this thing of, you've taken it. That was mine. Like, he's just, like, totally bent out of it. Mm. Good. All right. Um, Scotty's the only one to watch NXT this week. Yeah, well, man. So. Putting the podcast on my back. Uh, Asuka and Ember Moon signed their takeover match contract. Generic contract signing. Table? Uh, no, no table. Just they, they kicked each other. Kind they did of fight? Okay, good. Street Profits defeated Lars Sullivan and Chris Silvio. I still haven't seen the Street Profits. Oh, man. The Street Profits are so good. Their theme has been stuck in my head for like two weeks. Uh, the guy who's not D'Angelo Wilkins, the guy who stirs the invisible bowl, Montez Ford, he's a good high flyer. Oh, is that the same guy? Is the, the bowl? Yeah, the bowl guy. He's in Street Profits? Yeah. Good. He's been stirring him that invisible shit up for like three oh. years. Is it? Yeah. It's not great quality, but. Oh, it's the one from the vignette. Yeah. Okay. With the horns. There's a video of Ty but Dillinger dancing to it. That's weird. They're super over <laughs> these guys. Like, they're, they're definitely main roster bound. <laughs> Drake is also dancing. The, what's his name? Drake oh, Younger? Yeah, Drake oh, Younger. I the was rep. like, what? Yeah, I, I thought he, he was, was doing the, like, I don't know. What, I'm not even going to try to explain it because I'm going to say something wrong. The dance. We like drop down, crouch down, and then spring up all with your legs and your arms sticking out, and then back down. And hey, oh, uh, Kovic hey. dancing, sure, as the Russians and the Jews do. Well, good. Well, they can agree on something, yeah. Uh, and then that Lars guy that's the guy who uh was MRB's partner. Oh, the big it, fella. Okay, so yeah. they did the same thing where he beat the shit out of, yeah. But backstage, uh, William Regal, he's like, Come on, Mr. Regal, I'd like one more match, one last chance, and he's like. No, not after you did what then. He said, I promise I won't beat my partner up in the ring. So he carried his partner to the back, took him to outside the arena, and then beat him up in the parking lot kind of thing. Okay. Good. Uh, Ruby Wright defeated Billy Kay. Uh, that was pretty good. Uh, you can definitely tell that that's going to be like, uh, you know they film TV at Brooklyn? Yes. As like a pre-show kind of thing? Mm. That'll definitely be on there. Maybe that's number one contender match? Maybe. I feel like it'll be Peyton Rice versus Ruby Riot if it's going to be a number one contender. Because oh, they're, right. bo they're yeah. both feuding with her there. Yeah, I forgot. Because it's a whole, sure. oh, Ruby's uh, the ugly duckling of the group kind of thing. It's not necessarily untrue. Drew You're such a douche. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a douche! Yeah, you, you are. You fucking called Mickey James Horseface earlier, for Christ's sakes. I just, I, just, I just call him how I see him, Horseface. You call him uh, Warren Horseface now? No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Warren. Uh, a weird looking horse. Uh, Drew McIntyre and Roderick Strong ended in a no contest when Bobby Roode interfered. Oh, Bobby Roode interfered. Good. I fell asleep during this match last night. <laughs> I have uh, made a bit of a tradition about falling asleep in main events of shows. Yeah, it's true. It's sad. Especially I Raw. I was you know, tired. Like, three hours is a long time to watch Raw, and I can go into that thing fucking awake as any, as all get out, 
And by the time that main event rolls around, I'm just like, oh, I gotta go to bed. It's that third hour. You, you're hyped up at six. Nope. Seven o'clock, you're like, all right, let's still go. Eight o'clock, you're fading. All right, well, that's uh, that's your weekly programming, so we got that out of the way. Let's make some picks, motherfuckers. Some fucking picks. We have no picks from... I shouldn't have looked. I should not have looked. Damn it. What? We do have picks from Boris. You got him in on time? Yep. <clears throat> now I have to reformat my sheet, for fuck's sakes. Actually... I bet Scotty, I texted him. Scotty just kept fucking... No, no, time up. out. Time out, did we not? And I'm just remind. Correct I'm me if I'm wrong. I'm with Warren, personally. Correct, correct me if I'm wrong. You are not wrong. Did we not have a rule where we needed to have the picks in before we started recording the podcast? I thought it was before we, we've... I thought we made this exception for Boris before, where it's like, hey, email in your picks right, before we Right, because I've reminded him, and I've been nice, but now I'm I'm not doing that anymore. I think he's I think he's good before we did even... Did you text him? Did you text no, him? No, I didn't let yeah, him know. I think Scotty let him know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying... <laughs> I don't know, man. No, eight thirty is pretty late to be I'll, sending your picks in. Is that when it was? What time is it now? Eight well, eight twenty two is when it came. It literally oh, just, it just came, came in, in it's not right even now. Eight thirty yet, Warren. Let it fly. We start the podcast at seven, and it's, we started it early this week, which we tweeted about. I don't know. I don't know. If we hadn't started the podcast late, we would be already done our picks at this uh, point. I would agree. If oh wait, if we hadn't had started. Yeah, we started it slightly later than 6.30. Yeah. If we had started right on time, we would already be done the picks at this point. We would. Then he would be DQ'd. But he's got him in before we were reading picks. But that wasn't the rule. It was before we started the podcast. Well, Warren, this is a, not a question for any of us. It's a question for the commish. It's a question we'll, for the people. We'll, we'll, we'll write me, his picks down. Want and me to get Tyloni on the horn? You, yes. Get, you get, you figure that out. He's fucking right now. Are you gonna call him? Is yeah. that what you're gonna do? Yeah. You have it, okay? You gonna put him live on the podcast? Maybe. Right now. Here we go. Maybe he says. Okay. Well, I'll just stall for time. Stall. I'm gonna check and see the football score here. Scotty's gonna word it incorrectly, and Ty won't understand what's going on. We need a commissioner hotline. Yeah, we, I'm sorry, we didn't have his number already. Bat phone. We're losing. Ooh. The Edmonton Eskimos. Ah, yes. Prospects play tonight as well. Yep, game five out in uh, Speedy Creek. That's her, eh? Yep. Excuse me. Let's check in on them, shall we? Because I got nothing else to stall with. So. Let's check local sports. <laughs> we'll, uh, have a look at this here. There we go. That's, uh, keeps the score even. Okay. Uh, no, it doesn't. Why oh. would you say keeps the score even? Oh, this is a different tweet. One nothing 57s into the fifth. You want to know why they're called the 57s? Because it's the 57th Meridian. Uh, no. I think we're <laughs> I think we're above that. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, because they were the Swift Current Indians. Ah, and need to change that. Yeah, I got to change that name. That's not, that's this, not, is the first, this is the first year they changed it. Yeah. And they said, we've been the Indians for 57 years. Will be the fifty sevens, and I think that's going to be dumb any year but this year. <laughs> it's, it's very true. <laughs> that's like the again seventy sixers in the NBA. It is uh, pretty low level baseball, so it's not like anybody's really going to be judging them on any sort. How long does it make take you to make a phone call here? Scotty? I'm waiting on Ty to call me. I don't have Ty's number, as I just said that. I, said, I asked you if you had his number first, and you said, "Oh yeah." No, I said, "Are you?" you said, "Are you going to call him?" And I said, "Oh yeah, I'm going to get him to call." 
I swear to bean. Swear to beans. Well, what if he doesn't look at his phone? I don't know. He just, just favorited a tweet I made. So just hopefully, sit here like a bunch of a bunch of jagalopes. Just a bunch we're, of jackaloons over here. Ragamuffins. We we could do emails first. Do Let's you do, do emails the emails. First? Okay. All right. All right. Uh, Jerry writes in the first email. It says Yo Jabrones. Scale of one to ten. How excited for you for some? Are you for SummerSlam? I'm gonna go with a seven. Um, uh, I don't think I'm at a seven. I'll probably I'll say a six. Yeah, me too. I'm going to also go with a 7 because I'm not going to have my phone on me that day, so I can't spoil. Okay. I'm not sure what that has to do with your Does excitement you towards the show. I'm more excited, excited when, like, everything will be fresh. To you know not I mean? spoil it? Okay, yeah. sure. You should just not spoil it. It's hard, man. No, it's not. It's really not that hard. Depends on just how you're put wired. put your phone in your pocket, and that's all you got to do. What if somebody tweets me? Then turn your notifications off, which is what I do each and every Sunday that there's a pay-per-view. Good to hear, Warren. <laughs> We also know Scotty doesn't actually give a shit if he spoils. No, he it. doesn't. Which is why I'm confused why this makes it a seven for you. Or anyone else. <laughs> You've gone on record in saying that you don't care. I know. You're contradicting yourself. At but I mean, okay, I'm more excited to not spoil and get drunk with the boys. Is that a better? Oh, answer? You're drinking. Oh, I'm drinking heavily. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, you'll probably be by yourself. So. Oh yeah. Have fun. Oh really? It's Sunday. Ashley. Oh yeah. I guess Ashley's drinking and Chantel and oh, stuff too. Okay. Bunch of them are because we're we're gonna Uber, by the sounds of it. Nice. Yeah. Good. Are you guys going to Boris's? Yeah. yeah. Am I going to Boris's? We're yeah. waiting. So yes. Okay. I meant to text you about that earlier. Okay. My fault. Uh, does Shinsuke win the title? I'm really split on this. Well, we're gonna make our pick, so we're not gonna answer that right now. I'm really split on this. Jinder's had the title for a good amount of time. I think it's a reasonable time for him to lose the title at this point. But does Shinsuke just get a free pass to the title without any adversity? I can't help but feel like there'll be some fuckery. I wasn't super pumped about Ambrose and Rollins getting back together, but the crowd reaction has really won me over. That and both of them are spinning their wheels right now, uh, so this is better. It didn't make a lick of sense, though, when both of them walk away from each other whenever... Yes, I agree. Uh, so fucking stupid, but I still popped anyway, so maybe I'm fucking stupid. Well, the fuck is stupid? I, uh, I did not pop, but I don't know. Again, I think he put it perfectly for me where I thought the whole thing was really dumb. But the way the crowd popped when they both put their fists together got me like kind of fired up for the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, come into it again. I think it's yeah. weird without Roman. I kind of wish this That's had been. I, just... I wish this had all been one big thing to overthrow some something else that was really authority. Yeah, the authority something... or someone who's running the table, yes. running shop, some heels, Survivor and then they get, yeah, and then they get together and yeah. Uh, I'm happy to see Corbin lose his money in the bank cash in. Don't think he's ready. Not sure he ever will be. Maybe it could have been done better, but I enjoyed the surprise. I'm also happy to see Tazawa win the title. He's great. Do you guys see Ember beat Oscar? We'll make our picks, but I I don't. But it's time for Oscar to move on. I think we'll see a mini Raw after WrestleMania Raw on Monday, and it'll feature Oscar coming up to the big leagues. Until next time, keep hating farty theme songs, Jerry the Internet Nobody. Give me an example of a farty theme song. Yeah, it was a Scotty, isn't it? Oh, uh, I said Couple Jason Jordan's theme was really farty. Oh, I see. Like a, like a man so is a tuba. so is if you, if there's a farty theme song, it's the one we just listened to, Street Profits. Oh yeah, that's really farty. It's too. that same horn noise that the CFO money signs like. Yeah. And the uh, and the money and the power, I think, has some farty horns in there too. Finn Balor. Is this some farty horn. <laughs> 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 Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> Gizmo writes in an email. Subject line, hello, my old friends. Hello, Gizmo. How are you guys doing? A-okay. Uh, Warren, you did a great job doing a solo show. Maybe next time you can Skype in a SatPod listener. I'm sure the Miz guy is dying to talk to you. Mm. I still haven't figured out that Skype thing yet. I'm not sure how I can make that work, but we'll figure it out sometime. Uh, I'm happy to report that I'm finally out of my cast, and my broken wrist has healed up nicely. Nice. Good to know. But enough about me. Here's a few questions. What do you guys think of Nia's botches? Maybe she's not as great of a worker as we once thought, almost killing Dana. I, have I never said she was a great worker. I have questioned her timing and ability. She's had a bad couple weeks. This week looked fine. There's no notable spots, but like, yeah. uh, there's a couple bad ones with Bailey, and she dropped Charlotte on her head that one time. Mm-hmm. It can't and be that, easy to work with, like when everyone is smaller than you. Yeah. Yeah. And some people are way smaller than you. My favorite botch of hers is when she went for that crazy senton and then she like landed on Emma on the wrong spot. No way. It's the miss oh, the, the phantom elbow drop. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. the fucking... elbow drop and there's no one there. Oh. My favorite thing. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, um given the legal battle that is likely going to happen between the Hardys and Anthem, do you think the WWE will just forget the broken gimmick and start a new but similar one? Yeah. Awoken. I don't. I don't think so. Awoken. Mm, yeah, I don't really see them doing it. Broken or bust. I think they can still get sued even if it is awoken. So I don't think they'll do. If they do, it won't be something oaken. It'll have to be something completely different. I bet different. you they could do awoken nope. and not broken. Nope. It depends on what the gimmick there, is. I listened to an interview with a lawyer, and they said that they would not be able to get away. If they were still going to do delete and all the mannerisms, but, but just I, call it awoken. That's what I meant, though. Like It would be, it would depend on what they did yeah. on top, but they could definitely be the awoken hardies and do something different. Sure, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, what is the temperature of Canada, typically? You guys make me laugh when you said it was hot there and needed AC. It's been around 100 degrees out here in California, but I guess your normal day is a freezing day for us here. Yes. Yeah. Um, 100 degrees, too hot for us. I did some Florida days at 100 degrees, and I thought I was going to die. Jesus. I was at a water park, though, which helped. I was at Blizzard Beach. So 30 is a pretty hot day here. Mm-hmm. That's Celsius, which yeah. is 86 Fahrenheit. Right. What's 100 Fahrenheit? 37.7778. Yeah, we wouldn't be having fun in that. Nope. It, I, I don't think it's ever gotten that hot here. Yeah, it's... Uh, if that, it has, it's been like 34. Yeah. So we're thinking, I, like, for me, once it gets above 28, I'm starting to be like, it's too hot. Yes. That being said, it also gets to minus 30 to 35 range, mm-hmm. which is minus 22 Fahrenheit. Right. So when it's which plus I, 15. Which I honestly do better in. <laughs> when it's plus 15 here in the spring and we're starting to wear shorts because we've been in minus 30, yeah. that's 59 Fahrenheit, which is probably, like, an iceberg for California. Yeah. So I remember that when we went to California for Disneyland and I was wearing shorts in January and people were losing their minds. Well, tell me, what, what was it the bus driver said? I think I've told that story many you times. You tell it on here, Ryan? Yeah, I think so. Can you tell the story to kill some time, Warren? He's still not getting back to you. I have not heard from Ty yet. Okay. Um, we got on a bus and it was a African-American bus driver who was wearing a toque, a heavy parka, and gloves. And uh, we, we, well, three of us, my family, 
uh, get on wearing t-shirts and shorts. And the guy is just astonished at us. Like, what, what is wrong with you? We explain, Hey, we're from Canada and there was a really cold, really cold snap happening back home where it was minus 30. And this is kind of like summer for us in a weird way. Uh, and the guy responded with, ain't no place in the world colder than this. <laughs> so he was pretty... Uh, he was pretty adamant. Pretty convinced that there's no way... There's 15 degrees or whatever. No there's way. not a place in the world. <laughs> uh, all that God shit northern it. than you. Not. Doesn't count. Antarctica? Forget about it. Is that the one that's cold? Yeah. Are, I, yeah, I think they're both That cold. one's all ice. I think both the poles are cold. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> There's ice at both of them. And one has penguins and one gets Santa. <laughs> if you could book something amazing to happen at SummerSlam, what would you have happen? The Hardys become broken. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's that's top priority on my list right now. Yeah. Or, or yeah. you do the whole... Uh, maybe I don't want to say that yet until we do our predictions. <laughs> <laughs> Young Bucks debut. Okay. Always sure. a fun one. Throw that in there. Hardy's, oh no, Hardy's have a match already. Damn. It's going to be like, tag team comes out. They don't have a match. They're calling out a team. The Young Bucks show up. Yeah. Shel- I don't know. Shelton Benjamin You'd comes be- and kicks someone. There you go. Ooh. In Just the face. Interferes with the, him and goes after Brock in the main event. Because okay. they have the history. Sure. That doesn't put him on SmackDown, but. Or goes after uh, Rusev against, wait, no, Rusev's not. Wrestling, uh, Randy. Yeah, he's Randy. got Randy. Uh, fuck if you it. had, what's that? I said, fuck it. If you had to pick one wrestler to get a major push, who would it be and why? Sami Zayn. He just deserves it. Yeah, that's a good pick, actually. Um, Cesaro. Good pick as well. Mm, Chad Gable. And by major push, I'm not saying championship, but I think you could get him up to a kind of a comedic mid-carder who has really good matches. Dolph Ziggler level, maybe a bit higher. Yeah. Yeah. Even Dolph Ziggler level, I think he'd have a really good career. Yep. Uh, Thanks, guys. I enjoy the show. Gizmo. Good. 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 Grand. Nova Punk. Steady emailer. He's been the most consistent, I think. Over the weeks where people are on summer holidays and don't email us. <clears throat> Duncan. Yeah, where the fuck has Duncan been? Oh, he's calling out Duncan. <laughs> Nova Punk says, hey, Satpod, just wondering if Warren marked out seeing Metallica. Good job on the one-man show last week. Dysla. Nova. He tried to spell diesel, and boy, did he butcher it. <laughs> D-I-E-S-L-E. <laughs> That's something I would have done. Uh, yes, I did. Big time. I had a lot of fun. That was not the first time I'd seen them, though. So it wasn't like a Second time shit. you saw them? Third. Once in Calgary, once at Rexall, and now this one. Uh, I doubt Ty's going to call. He's at work. Okay. Can you explain the situation? Uh, I'll see if I can word it. Give that phone to Brando, please. I'm not totally kidding, either. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hey, look, an email from Ty. Subject line, not long time, no bro. What if he answers our question here? How that fucked would, would that oh, be? Well, considering it came in at 6.54, it would be pretty fucked. Yeah, well, the man's a fucked man. Dear Satpod, I have returned, rejuvenated, and refreshed. It's your boy Toy, 
Todd, no, it's your boy toy. I'm, all right, it's <laughs> it's all your right, boy no, with you the turtleneck and chain, Ty fucking Loney. Now let's get to it. Uh, with Baron Corbin's failed cash in, where does the lone wolf go from here? He's certainly not a fan favorite, but this is for sure how you kill a guy's momentum. Losing that way to a guy uh, that we all have a hard time enough making or taking seriously in gender. How would you have booked Corbin's cash in? Well, I think he beats. Never mind. <laughs> I also think Damn that, it. but yeah, I think that that's kind it, of. A... It kind of gets a win back, if you will. But yeah, I don't know if getting a... a win over Cena is as good as being the WWE champion. Yeah, <sighs> for the time being, it's kind of a big deal. Um, but I don't know. It. I mean, him winning over Cena is big. At the end of the day, if you look back in history and see, oh, Baron Corbin beat John Cena at SummerSlam, I think that means something. But I don't know. Uh, as for booking his cash in, I don't know. How do you book a cash in? Mm. Cena wins the number one contender over Shinsuke, beats Jinder at SummerSlam, and then he cashes in and gets the title off Cena sure. immediately, thus tarnishing the 16th championship run. You need. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Or or Cena's it. about to win it, and then he cashes in, preventing him from winning the 16th right. the and triple, wins it. Do the old Seth Rollins spot. Yes, that's how you do it. Right. Rather than to tarnish the 16th, right. he takes it away from him, thus starting the Cena-Corbin feud for the title, which Corbin has, and Corbin can defeat him and get a rub that way. Sure. Look at that. But then Fucking when pay does me. Cena get his 16th? I made Mania. Mania. Sometime. Yeah, a bigger show kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, with the summer breakups coming to an end, how do we restock the cupboard for the tag team division on both brands? And if we're going to go ahead and book a pair going forward as a team, whom would you pick? I would love to see Alexander and Swan go on a run against the quote-unquote heavyweights. Mm. I like uh, what they're doing with Dillinger and uh, yeah. Sammy. That one comes to mind. Yeah, I like both those teams between Cedric and Swan and uh, Sammy and Ty. Those are two golden teams right there. Our truth and Elias. Good God. <laughs> All right, I'm in. And their tag name tag team name is The Performers. Okay. <laughs> walk with Truth. <laughs> truth Walk. Oh man, they're a new metal band. Yeah, there you go. That rap rock. Um, who else? I don't know. Apparently Seamus has some time off going forward. I think he's filming a couple more movies. Too. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's weird. That ni- there pro- another Ninja Turtles maybe? I never saw the second one, so I don't know if he got. He was in the second one. He was a big character in the second killed one, killed or something. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if he got. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they killed him off either. Actually, can't kill Seamus. No, can't kill off Rocksteady. Bebop maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rumors on the dirty sheets say that another superstar shakeup is near. Superstar. On the other side, uh, on the other side, some main roster superstars are going down to the farm. Who would you like to see move down to NXT? Personally, I wouldn't mind Big Cass going back down to rework his singles charature. They they don't do that a lot. Like not unless someone's really struggling. They did it back in the day before NXT was bigger. Like they sent Tyson Kidd down. But that that is Cesaro part of the rumor down. that NXT is supposedly going to be more involved in this shakeup. Oh, I meaning see. that it's going to be both ways. Hmm. 
Yeah, so like if they do a call up, like it's like, oh. Like you got to do a one for one thing, maybe. Like if you want somebody from NXT, you got to give him somebody. I I don't know. Give him Sammy. Yeah, you think? <laughs> give him Ty Dillinger. I'm just trying to think of guys who are like in internet darlings who are like a way bigger deal down there than they are. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler would yeah. kill it down there. I haven't even seen Dolph Ziggler. That's because they have nothing for him. They're yeah. apparently so they just... repackaging him in some shape or form. How? Though, I don't know. I don't know how you really do that with <laughs> <Frog> Dolph. <Lesnar. laughs> Yeah, I really, really think that Brock guy could use some time in developmental. Let's pay him twelve fun- million to do NXT. How funny would it be if they sent him down and he just went and destroyed everyone one night? And then he's like, "I'm leaving for UFC." Dana Brooke would be a good one to send down. Yeah, sure. Uh, she could still work on some stuff down there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Bailey. Yeah, sure. Yeah, nowhere near as over as she once was. Ascension. The Ascension is such a big deal in NXT when they go Ty down. Dillinger. <laughs> well, yes. All right. Finally, we have uh, we all remember the Hillary Swank episode of The Office. Well, can you guys debate this for me? Christian, over or underappreciated? Sorry, overrated or underappreciated? Underappreciated. <sighs> Are we looking at him as a singles competitor or as... His entire career span. I think his entire career span. Because in that case, I don't think he's either. I don't think he's underappreciated because yeah. they had a lot of fucking tag title runs. Yeah, I think he's right where he ought to be if you include his whole sure. run, which is barely a Hall of Famer, if at all. I would think so. You think he is? Tag title runs alone. I think that gets you in there. APA's think- in. For how many memorable moments he had with Edge. But is he going to get in as a tag team? Yeah, that's true, I guess, yeah. Yeah. I could see Christian going in in the next couple of years, but he's definitely not, like, the main guy kind of thing. He'd be, like, the DDP of this year. Yeah, but I think if you're going to do that, then it's got to be a longer time away. And DDP yeah. did a lot of not in-ring stuff that they wanted to recognize uh, Yeah, I was going to say, DDP's stuff is more a work as a good human being versus uh, mm-hmm. a wrestler, considering most of his career oh, was and in DDP WCW. did, like, don't discredit the fact that he got to the top of the top at an older age starting in wrestling, too. Yeah, for sure. So there's like, a certain level of respect there. Just Christian, not for the dub. Christian has, like, world championships, but yeah. he never felt like he was top of the top. Because for no. me, he was winning those titles when that, when that big gold belt felt like a mid-card belt. Now, when the TNA Hall comes a calling, oh, he's there. The first he's ballot, the one with a bullet. First ballot. <laughs> um, as a singles competitor, I would think breaking fucking news maybe overrated is what I would. Yeah, think I would think that. overrated too as a singles. Yeah. Uh, I'm just gonna wrap this up. I okay. got one more line left. Advisory. I was on white two weeks ago, and some guy drove by yelling "satpod" towards me. I'm certain this was the Miz guy if his Twitter pictures are to be believed. Cheers, Grist4327. Also, it's not a fucking shield reunion unless all three come together. You fucking marks were not gushing this way when Dean and Roman were teaming against the Whites. He doesn't mean us for fucking marks. He just clarified that in the Twitter. Uh, Also, that was Boris that screamed at him. Oh, okay. I think. Boris said that he screamed at Tyloni. I think somewhere. Maybe I'm mistaken. Either way. Probably Boris. The answer to all your who is this person whispering at me or who is this person yelling at me is Boris. Is always Boris. Yeah. What's your breaking news, Scotty? 
Breaking fucking news from the commissioner, Ty Loney. Big Bad Boris is DQ'd from selecting. Woo! It's got to be before the show. So says the commissioner, Ty Loney. There you go. So, Boris, you got a problem? You got to take it up with Ty, apparently. Yep, go whisper in his ear or scream at him. And Scotty... Yeah, I'm glad to see you didn't get your way by texting him behind <laughs> I did backs. text Boris. I don't even know why you would think that. Because you're on your phone all the time. So? I mean, that's a good reason, but I'm not the suspect, <laughs> man. All right. You're not the. You're not necessarily the perpetrator. I don't you're need to do the time because I definitely didn't do the crime. Sorry, Boris. Snooze, you lose, bud. You got to know what day. Poor him, too. He asked what day we record on and stuff, too. Exactly. He did. He, he, he could have sent the pics right then and there. That was after SmackDown, although he doesn't watch SmackDown Live. But SmackDown Live. Look at that. All right. NXT TakeOver. Let's start there. Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Cienomos with Zelina Vega. Uh, how do we how do we do these uh, singles match? All your points carry over throughout the so weekend. So I, I pick it's the whole weekend. I pick first for everything, though, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I'm gonna take uh, Andrade, or I mean, <laughs> Gargano there. I'm also going with Johnny Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Although. Although. What if he's back? Champ is back and uh, yeah, screws no, him over. Feel free. Maybe, but I don't think that injury is healed up just yet. I thought they said it was more months, but you never know with the WWE. It is tempting, but I'm gonna stick with Gargano on that. I don't want to go down that early. <laughs> uh, Alistair Black and Hideo Itami. This one's harder than I think it ought to be, but I'm going to take Black. I'm going to take out Mr. Black as well. Me too. I don't think it's time to end his streak yet. Uh, Authors of Pain versus Sanity. Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane. Uh, for the NXT Tag Team Championship. It's tough. It's yep. real tough. I'm going to say Authors of Pain. A-O-P. Holding them down. I'm going to go with uh, Sanity. I think Sanity. it's uh, New Champs. Yeah. I think Authors of Pain are going to get called up soon. I'm going to take A-O-P as well. Uh, Oscar and Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship. Remember, you're picking who leaves with the title. Oh, this one hurts. This is this one is tough. This one is very tough because I think Ember Moon is the right person to take that title off of Oscar. However, I does anyone way more like the idea of her just being bored and beating Ember Moon again and going fuck it. I'm just gonna go try and win that other title now because clearly, so what? Are, I've done everything there is to do here. I'm gonna take Oscar to leave this show with the belt. I've picked Ember Moon once before, and one time I was an idiot, and I picked Ruby Riot, so I'm going to pick Ember Moon again. I want to take Ember Moon. I don't like being champion. <laughs> All right. And your main event, Bobby Roode versus Drew McIntyre. I'm going to take Bobby Roode. The NXT champ. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm going to say Rude ends up leaving with the belt. I think Roddy's going to do a run out or something. That's a good call, actually. I'm still going to take McIntyre. All right. Although that is interesting. Because maybe 
Maybe Roddy comes out and tries to screw over Bobby, but ends up accidentally getting somebody DQ'd. Like, tries to make him lose the title, but gets caught or something. I don't know. That'll be interesting. But I think uh, Drew McIntyre is a good guy. The way I see it is that... Uh, because if you remember, that thing with Regal, where he said, if you can beat... On the NXT this week, if if uh, Roddy can beat McIntyre, then he gets a match with Bobby Roode. He did not say you get a match with the champion. So, to me, that, I think, means that McIntyre wins the title. You can do the rematch with Bobby Roode, and then you go to Bobby Roode and Roderick Strong one more time, and then Bobby Roode gets the hell out of there. Yeah. Maybe at the Rumble. Rumble would be a pretty good time to bring in old. That music hits, glorious. People go fucking bananas. People would fucking flip. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. All right, SummerSlam. My God, there's 13 matches. It's four hours. Akira Tozawa and Neville for the Cruiserweight Championship. Tozawa. Oh, you don't think he's going to flip back? No. No? I'm also picking Tozawa. It would be cool to have Neville win it, but I think that would be pretty dumb. So I'm hoping that Tazao wins, and I will officially pick him as well. Also on the pre-show, New Day against the Usos for the uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. New Day. I'm Me also too. picking New Day. Yeah. Seems way too early to flip it back. Okay. Uh, Mr. Oz versus the Hardy Boys with JJ in a six-man tag match. Mr. Mm. Oz. I hate that I have to write the word Mr. Oz. You just put Miz and friends. Miz and friends. <laughs> Miz and friends. I'm, I'm taking JJ and the Hardys. Hardys. Awoken Jason mm. Jordan. JJ. This one's tough because uh, I'll take them. Nah, nah, me. Nah. Mr. Rush. Wow. Can't believe I'm the only one taking JJ and the Hardys. They got one more person with Maurice, so there's easier ways to fuck around. Jason Jordan might just walk out of that. Yeah. Just leave the Hardys. Yeah. Fuck this. I think Don't he's need. starting to feel like a heel. They haven't flipped him, but he's starting to feel like a heel, and they're starting to book him a little bit like a heel. Yeah, because he's getting that reaction. So yeah. Roll with it. All right. Cesar and Sheamus against Ambrose and Rollins for the Raw Tag Team Championships. This is tough because you're picking who leaves with the belts. Yeah. Because I think, in a manner of speaking, Ambrose and Rollins are almost certainly going over in this segment. But I don't know if... Oh, I'm going. This will be my one where I'm going to take Ambrose and Rollins. Smart move. I'm also taking Ambrose Ooh. and Rollins. As am I. Oh, all right. Well, never mind then. So much for getting away from the crowd. <laughs> Nobody. I think uh, it might be maybe a little too convenient of them just getting back together in time to win the title. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Why not? Yeah. Fuck it. It's the Shield. They're booked like they're the biggest deal ever, so have them win. Um, Cena and Corbin. Excuse me. Wish I knew who you were picking. If my keen ear was right earlier, I think it would be my best interest to pick John Cena. I'm picking Baron Corbin. I think he's going to get the win back after failing to cash in the money in the bank. Me? Yeah, well. Oh! (laughs) What are you doing to me, Warren? I'm just thinking DQ now. Like, he, he's so pissed off at Cena that he doesn't break the hold or he doesn't stop punching him in the corner or snaps and grabs a chair and beats him the fuck out of him with it. But I'll just stick with Corbin. I already have it written down, so it's too late. Um, Where were we here? Wyatt and Baller. 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 Me too. Finn Baller, especially if he's going to paint up as the demon. Uh, Big Show and Cass with the shark cage hanging above the ring. Cass. Big Cass. I'll take it in Big Cass. Yeah, he needs that win more. And he's going to do it with an Enzo heel turn. Oh! No, I'm kidding. I see if like, <laughs> Enzo does like... each other again. <laughs> yes. That it was all a ploy to screw over Big Show. <laughs> oh, we got him all along. If Enzo does the whole, like, you drop something from the cage. I see that, like, whatever he drops, Big Cass ends up chain? using it. Yeah, like The chain, chain that Cass broke off him when he beat the shit out of him, mysteriously. Oh. Well, how do you I thought you meant, like, the chain that keeps the door locked. <laughs> well, so he should too. probably get out at that point. <laughs> Just jump. Nah. Just fucking get out of there. Uh, Randy Orton and Rusev Machka. Ooh. I am going to pick Orton, and I feel like I don't want to, but... I don't want to pick Orton, but I feel like he needs the win more, and it sucks to say that because Rusev also needs the win. It's true. Both these guys are kind of... I feel like they're willing to give it to Orton more. Uh, I don't know what to do with this one. I'll go with Rusev. Okay. Ooh. I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, Styles and Owens for the United States Championship with Shane O'Mac as special guest referee. Uh, Styles will leave with it. Yeah, I think Styles is going to leave as well. Yep. They uh, have heavily teased... Owens and uh, Shane, so I'm sure something, some form of fuckery will happen there to allow that to happen. Jinder with the Sin Brothers against Shinusuke Nakamura for the WWE Championship. I want to say Shin's going to win that thing. Okay. Because of the uh, tour in India happening in September, I'm going to continue to pick Jinder Mahal. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah. 
I'm going to go with Jinder as well. Maybe he gets Shinsuke gets screwed out of it, and uh, that allows him to get a rematch of some sort. I don't think this is going to be the main event of the whole card. No, but I think you're flipping one title and you're not flipping the other one. Yeah. Alexa Bliss and Sasha Banks for the Raw Women's Championship. Banks. Nope. The other one. Bliss? Yeah. I'm also picking Alexa Bliss. I didn't change my mind. I literally just yelled the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go Banks on that. Uh, Naomi and Lord. Natalia for the uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm. Natty. I'm also picking Natty. Ooh. No cash-ins, eh? I don't think so. I just need to pick who wins. Or I would have, if that hadn't have happened, I totally would have put Carmella down here. Yeah. But I just don't think they'll do two in one week. That seems a little stupid. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's left in that division? I'll go Naomi. Sure. I think cool. that's a smart pick. Especially with two people going against it, because I was going... Like, kind of against my gut picking that one. So, yeah. if you two had picked... Uh, I'm picking fully with my gut on Natty there. If you two had picked Natalia, I would have taken Naomi in a heartbeat. I think uh, maybe Becky is the next one up. Yeah, and Becky. Naomi saved Becky from Natalia this week, so they can do, like, a friend versus friend. I think Face Charles versus face. I agree with the Becky off. thing. I agree with the Becky thing. I just think it is a heel champion for that. Or maybe it's Tamina next. They're still pushing that Oh, yeah, that there's thing. that storyline there. So it would be heel versus baby face. That's a horrible fucking program they're doing <laughs> over there. Uh, Lesnar, Reigns, Joe, Strowman. Lesnar. Universal. Lesnar retains. F5s all of them, stacks them up like pancakes. Who takes pin? Not that it matters. Mm. Joe. Yeah, I think that's the only reason he's in this match, unfortunately. Yeah. See, and I got Joe winning it. Oh. Listen. I would not hate that if it no, happened. No, me neither. I would very much enjoy that, but I don't think Lesnar's going to lose it this quickly. So. I will pick him, for that matter. Now, I have to get my uh, number generator. I mean, it's only two of you, so I can just... I got it. Okay. Got it open in front of me. Uh, so we have to pick a number between one and two, three. I'm picking last, so. Wouldn't need to be three. No, I, no, it's just you two deciding who goes first. But then how do we get closer? Yeah, it should be a number between just, one and three. No, just pick, put one, two in the number generator, and someone picks one, and All someone right. picks the other one. All right. Then I just pick two and cover my ass <laughs> if it was between one and three. I'll pick one, I guess. So you get two by right. default. I'll take two by default. I'd like a recount, though. It was two. Oh, okay, never mind. No recount. No, we're getting a recount. Sorry. <laughs> it's still two. Yes! <laughs> Yay! I don't think it changed anything. The people like rejoiced. So I go first. Then. Yeah. Okay. Well. Well. Um, 
This is a motherfucker of a show. I Let's hate open. this question sometimes. Hoping to get it on a technicality. I think like what you're what you're praying is that this really rarely comes into play. I think there's enough variant variables throughout the the two shows. Yeah, yeah, especially on a double show, and one of them's four hours. This is not including pre-show, right? No, it's no. the just the main. And it's it's only SummerSlam. Yes. Warren, can I pick first, actually? Why would you want yes, that? Yes, please do. 420, Bob. Oh, Jesus, Scotty. What a dumb thing to do. No, because if you guys all go over, I win, right? Well, we can decide what we want to do now. Warren could take 421. The show is scheduled at four hours. You will be the only one that's over then, you Four, dummy. 420, Bob. All right, let him take it. That's fine. Let you just sewered it. yourself if it comes down to a tie, though. I got picks. I got it in the bag already. <laughs> you, well, you might, because you do have quite a few different. Yeah. Boris might have had it in the bag, too, had he been oh, allowed to pick. That fucking, that sewers you a little bit, too. I know it does. Because you're just giving me an over-under now. <laughs> you want to do something fucked, but then it would just be so easy for you to just fucking counter it. Ugh. Yeah. I am going to pick. <laughs> or it is struggling. Um, four twenty-one. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Double bird sworn. <laughs> Uh, I will take I'll take one, only like partially because I think it's a strategic pick, and partially because it literally only gives Scotty one number it could possibly be. Yep. Watch it be it though. Well, it already only gave Scotty. Yeah, one you're number right. That it as soon as you be. did it. Yes. So I had to decide if I wanted everything over 420 or everything under 420 or over 421. There we go. I don't That's, think it's gonna come to that. There's I so many matches. Either. There's too many options that doesn't really matter. That's why I did it for the sake of being funny. Yep. All right. Uh, the prospects are losing 3 nothing after six innings, in case anybody cares. Is the Eskies still shit in the bed? Well, they weren't necessarily shit in the bed. They are only down by a touchdown. Now they're down by 10 points. All right. Good. Good. Let's check the news real quick. Make sure that there's nothing. Nobody passed away? All right. Nothing. Good. All right. We are going to listen to – there's a lot of songs to choose from. This one. Scotty, remember that we could – Excuse me, do NXT. So that's what we're doing. We're going to do uh, Poison Pens by Creeper. You Do you know of this band? Have you yeah. heard of this band before? Yeah. You like them, obviously? Yeah, they're not bad. I think I saw them at a Warp Tour once or twice before. English horror punk band. Look at that. They're like a modern day misfits. Sure. Yeah. I'll take it. It's like wearing a Hillary Duff shirt to a Glenn Danzig show. <laughs> that's about as inside as you can get. All right, you can follow us on Twitter, at SatPod. You can send us an email at, no, I was going to say my Twitter account. <laughs> Jesus, SatPod316 at Yahoo.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Brando1990. I'm at Scottbox64. At BB Boris. Make fun of him for not getting his picks in on time. Uh, at CA, Make sure you go to the show Saturday at the Northgate Lions Recreational Center, Edmonton, Alberta. Get a hot dog. Enjoy some great wrestling. NXT is going to be on your PVR when you get home anyway. So yeah. Fuck it. Stay off the internet for a couple hours. That's good advice from you. 
Um, what else was oh talk at talk reckless pod. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be on one. I don't know. Would it be next week's? If I'm recording it, it would be this it weekend. Would air on uh, Tuesday. Tuesday. Maybe sweet day. Anyways, <laughs> whoa. Uh, I'm gonna be on maybe next week's podcast, and I'm probably gonna suck. Because I didn't play a lot of new video games, and I don't know about you video get, games. You get in there, and you talk about <laughs> fucking Friday the 13th. Sure. Yeah, I haven't played that a lot recently, but I watched one recently. Which one did you watch? New York. Oh, Jason Takes Manhattan? That's not very good. No. Nope. It's a fun a, name, though. Not a very good film. It's just a dumb concept of, like, why did you need to take this to New York? Yeah. And there's, like, 20 minutes where they're actually in New York. The rest is all on the fucking boat. Yeah, you can tell that it was like they tried to like hook people with like the the idea. Stupid, stupid. But then it's X after that. Yeah, and is that one good? That one's subjective. I think that one's the, the most silly because of the concept of being in space. Oh right, that's the space one, and then it's the reboot of the hell or whatever. Yeah, is that what it is? Jason goes to hell. Yeah, Jason goes to hell is after that. All right, I think we got everything covered. Um, oh, follow Talking Reckless on the Twitch as well, because that's where they're going to be live streaming the Reckless Rumble on the 26th. I think it's just, is it Talking Reckless Pod on Twitter? I don't know. If I go on their Twitter, go to the website, they'll have all the links and information for you up there. That is all. We'll be back next week. Enjoy your SummerSlam weekend with the NXT and everything else. Scotty, do your thing. Until next time, guys, keep on punching a Nazi in the face. Whoa. Again. And all I wanted was the world to end